heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America. Rick and Bubba. Here we go. Look out. We're going to get you. Six minutes past the hour. 25 years strong. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, Team Rick and Bubba, all here ready to go. No Rick and Bubba University intern today. Hash Brown Hero out sick today. So uh, we'll just have to work the phone calls as best we can with various members of Team Rick and Bubba. Let's welcome back for a brand new hour. Toting his uh, Minnesota Vikings uh, Elmer Fudd hat, Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for being here, too. Hope you are staying warm. Stay warm, Bubba. Uh, so, and I guess this does kind of open up. We were talking about Bubba and I both yesterday. Undoubtedly, this interview that we had on Monday, and Bubba, I hated that you missed it. Oh, me too. With, you just uh, don't know how much with, I with Hoyt Hutchinson, who claims that he was the one that took out the baby Trump balloon. I want to stress again, a balloon, not a person, a balloon. Um, and so this, of course has just caused ruckuses everywhere, especially with the left, because as Hoyt himself said, I'll give him credit, bizarrely, the left have decided that they now are appalled by the slicing of a baby. Uh, but anyway, yeah. and um, but um, of course, as long as it's baby, uh, and, and the, because it was something to lampoon the president. So, uh, and all of a sudden, suddenly, they're upset with someone being passionate about their political views and taking out something they think was being negative toward the president that this person supported. Remember now Antifa does that, and they're they're almost applauded for just being passionate uh, anarchists. But, but and now, monuments that were torn down. And I'm mo- not talking about officially torn down. Monuments tore down, did. defacing property, all this. But now when somebody from the right does it, suddenly it's the most wicked, evil thing that's ever happened, which is classic, like we just said last segment. This is a classic play from the left. Yeah. Well, all of us are starting to get all kinds of, like yesterday, Bubba and I got an email from the, the Huffington Post. Can y'all confirm that the person y'all interviewed really did it? And I said, I, all we know is he said he did. I guess he was. Called. I mean, I didn't go meet him or anything like that. And so I know they're doing something. We just got a call in the break that some XM radio host is, is talking about it. And, you know, this, uh, this, this, this Hoyt Hutchinson thing is now, it, it, you know, in, in the times we're living in now, it doesn't take much. If you're if you just teeter and start rolling downhill, yeah, you yeah. you can pick up momentum oh, and start boy. rolling very very fast. <laughs> so um, the the show is being referenced in some in some of these places where I'm sure a Hoyt and the show will be vilified uh, vilified as the most wicked evil mean people Backwards. on the planet. Oh sure, but because somebody uh, actually cut a hole in a balloon. <laughs> God forbid. Uh, but now the other things that we should be concerned about in the country the no. the uh, the left has no concern right right uh but but a balloon got damaged and if and hoyt will pay for it and really isn't that kind well, of the end of it yeah it's kind of and hoyt, and, yeah. and the bottom line is here we didn't seek him out he just called the show oh, yeah. true i yeah. mean we didn't go and sit down and schedule an interview i will tell you this hoyt hutchinson i don't know him personally don't know anything about him other than what what the story is today but i will tell you this when he came on the show and articulated his his voice of the things this country needs to fix, and he thinks that Donald Trump is the type of candidate that is fixing these things. Uh, he he did not come across as some Yahoo. He laid out his case very very uh, very smoothly, uh, and also said some things that 
a lot of Americans said, hear, hear. Um, you know, what he said about what illegal immigration had done to the way he was making a living and how he, how he didn't fault anyone who came to this country for a better life and went through legal immigration. And if they were better brick masons than he was, then they should take his job. He said, but we got to be on a, a, a level playing field. I shouldn't be having to pay taxes, and then they don't have to. You know, and they shouldn't be able to work at a rate and pay no taxes that makes it impossible for people like me to compete for the job. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, and then, of course, he made the statement I just said. It was interesting to see Democrats care about a baby getting slashed all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and so he made some points. Uh, now, he certainly will, will pay the price for any laws that he broke. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. as, as, as you said, Bubba, many people in our past have chosen times to say, for my voice to be heard, I will go against uh, certain laws today, and I will pay a price to make a point. And you don't, you don't want to hurt yeah. other people, and you, don't want, and you certainly if you, you don't want to damage property, and I know that he did. Uh, but if we're upset about property being damaged that belongs to other people, who oppose you politically, then we got to be upset about when it happens anytime, not just when somebody on the right does it. Yeah. I it's, mean, it's got to bother us no matter what the political view is. Yeah. And it, are it's we, wrong. Or we have to say it's okay. Yeah. And you shouldn't mm-hmm. have done that. He mm-hmm. shouldn't have done that. Um, but, you know, and, and but I, I, understand. Think, I think we're always trying to reassess our positions, not to be hypocritical. Um, and, you know, when I, I even had some emailers I was discussing this with, I had a couple that wrote, you know, that were just way off the farm about their, uh, you know, views on this. But, you know, one of my, one of my personal historical heroes is Rosa Parks and what she did. And she broke a law too at the time. Now you would go, well, that law was wrong. It should have been. But the point is, you, you have to be careful how you, you look at a lot of these things because you can find yourself in a hypocrit- hypocritical trap if you're not real careful. So, um, and I'm not comparing the civil rights struggle to a balloon. But when you get back to just breaking the law, it is, there is a comparison. And uh, so, you know, you have to wrestle that down for yourself. Well, and, about you with that hat on saying that. Yeah, thank kinda, you. Yeah, well, thank you. and you also, and this is the thing that my big round face yeah. that we were doing mm-hmm. on Friday's show. You also have to share in some responsibility when you are just bent on <clears throat> inciting people. You know, it, it's there's there's a time and place we said on Friday that that if you really love this balloon, and I want to stress again, it is a balloon. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. This yeah. is not a real person. Okay, it is a balloon. Hmm. If you don't want the balloon to be damaged and you want to fly it in the face of some of the most, I'm talking about rabid, insert twist, Trump supporters, and your your whole goal is I want to go there and incite people, and I want I want I want I want my I want to be sharp, and that's fine. Yeah, you, I want to be sharp. You, you have the right to do that as long as you stay within. The rules that were afforded you. Now, apparently, your security wasn't all that stoked about it. No, uh, no. because the, uh, you know, uh, that Maybe was one thing. Should have had a little better barricade. That was one thing yeah. Hoyt said. He said the security for it wasn't all that good. Right. Obviously, right. right. Uh, but um, to me, there was there was some. You were kind of naive, and we told you. You know, it, it's just like you know, and it wasn't anything other than we just know the culture. We this is where we live. This right. is we where, know our people. This man. is where Come we on. grew up. It, it's just like there's people. If I if you roll up, you're your vehicle to them that they'll listen to the sounds of it. You know what they'll tell you? I tell you what's going to happen here. Yeah. If you yeah. don't address that, this, this, and this is going to. Well, happen. you had a lot of people yeah. hollering "Roll Tide" and "Go Tigers." 
And but the one thing they all had were Trump stickers on. Yeah, I would say the percentage of that one hundred two thousand of Trump supporters was much higher than the percentage of anti-Trump people. Oh yeah. And when yeah. you when you decide to raise your five grand to bring you big baby balloon there, you gotta you gotta know that. We tried and to we tried to I, warn I you that it was it. it was gonna be it would be bad for you. If you Friday. go back, you'll hear us say, I don't feel good about the about no, the plot of, no. of the balloon. And we had a little comedy with it too. Sure. But it's uh, you know you just knew that it was a bad scenario, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, it goes back. Do we want to make a? Do, do we want to say that, you know, that that anybody, regardless of their political views, who who go to the level of damaging property, are certainly attacking people as as we've seen Antifa do. That we all think that's bad. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I don't mind that conversation. That's fine. Now, what I can't have is a, com- a conversation that it's good sometimes and bad sometimes. Yeah. 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 Or and, justified. And when I see, you know, the left inciting people to go out and do this mm-hmm. i really don't want to hear about any speech about inciting people either no no because well, there, there wasn't no inciting it no was, but what i'm talking about is that if you heard the conversation friday before the show i'm we're afraid it, we we're profits it, we, it was a legitimate concern but is it anywhere near <laughs> what maxine waters has got up and said <laughs> no i mean it's not even close no, no and ours was in comedy too. well i'm i tell you what we we were were, were profits you should have listened <laughs> If you love baby Trump balloon, you That's were right. taking it to a place it wasn't going to make it. Right. And you it, wouldn't be today trying to find a patch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and then the next time we say that, you need to you need to listen because we kind of know. You know, if you can, by the way, look. We know our peeps, Rick. I, I just sum it up with we know our peeps. Yeah, if you go down to, you know, the farm and you're going to visit with me today and you're going to decide to be there and spend some time and I start pointing to areas and say, now you want to stay away from over here. Right. Well, the reason why I'm saying that is I know. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's a sinkhole over there, so watch yourself over there. So when I say baby Trump's in trouble, you need to listen because I know. Out. Look out. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show eight six six. We be big as our number. Phone troll time. Time for you to speak. Lines are available. Let's go. Long assistance. Hey, look at old Helmsy in there like he likes it. Rock back, taking phone calls. If you dial us up, you'll get in quickly. And uh, before we do that, I do want to tell you. Here's an example. <clears throat> exact example of what I was just talking about. So a U.S. Uh, a U.C. Berkeley graduate student. And an instructor now, I guess, at UC Berkeley, took to Twitter to shame rural Americans and those who aren't pro-city. Jackson Kernian, who has taught at least 11 uh, philosophy courses, can you imagine, at the California University, made the comments last Wednesday. He says, I embrace the bashing of rural Americans. They, as a group, are bad people who have made bad life decisions, and we should shame people who aren't pro-city. Uh, of course, uh, Brad Blakeman, uh, a professor uh, of public policy and international affairs at Georgetown University, uh, called the comments nuts. He said that cities need to worry about their own problems. They have plenty of them because rural Americans are doing just fine. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, now the, the uh, person who said what he meant the first time, Kernian, has now gone back to apologize on his private Twitter account saying it was a bad tweet and I need to reflect on my tone was way crasser and meaner than I think that I really am. Well, no, you 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 first shot out there because that's what the problem is. Here's one of the great things about social media is because people don't think 
So what they do is they put out who they really are, and then they try to dial back and change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who, then then they, they try to put the polish on it. Then they try to put the polish on it and go, well, what I said before is who I really am, but I realize that looks bad, so let yeah. me try to change. <laughs> let me change. But, let but me clean it's, that it's, up a it's that kind of looking your nose down at real Americans that causes things like what we just saw. Well, Rick. the city's really got it figured out with all oh, that dung, yeah. human dung yeah. piled yeah. up yeah. like yeah. a pyramid. Yeah, at least yeah. in rural America, dung is in its proper place. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Out in the barnyard. <laughs> uh, Rick, also, I don't know if you saw Bernie Sanders and AOC together. You know, she has endorsed him, and they have been on the campaign trail some. Mm-hmm. And Bernie was talking about her and the fact that if he wins in a Sanders administration, she will have a key role in the White House. Uh, thank you. And clarifying Rick, that, that, I mean, does that just give you the heaves? Well, it's helpful. GBGBs. It's helpful because I'm, I'm glad that it's almost like you're getting a fair warning. Yeah. You know it. Oh, yeah. so, I'll tell you. I, real having a hard time really talking about politics with you with that hat on. Yeah, I know. Like, to, I know. I hope this guy, UC Berkeley, didn't see your hat. <laughs> to the phones we go. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling. Phone trolls. Sandy, uh, Tuscaloosa, welcome to the program. How are you? Hey, good morning. What's going on? Well, I was going to offer a couple of insider insights about um, the baby Trump, who I think is adorable. But first of all, the um, we hate Trumpers. We're going to organize uh, their rally at Annette Shelby Park, That who is Richard Shelby's wife. So that got back real quick to the, their sons, then they got the kibosh put on that. Okay. So then they had to, um, you know, figure out a new place to have it, and they had it at Monash Park. Monash Park is full of trees, so I don't think you're going to have very good luck getting a hot air balloon up in a park that's full of trees. And then the third thing that I found absolutely hysterical is if they had any intention of getting it anywhere close to the stadium, this city is on lockdown 24 hours before all ball games. Barber has it coordinated so well. It's a great venue for walking and families. There was no way they were going to be able to get that balloon close to the stadium. No, and I talked and to the, I talked to a friend that went to the game yesterday, and because Trump was coming, the normal routes that people was, would normally walk, they exactly. couldn't walk. Right. Down, yeah. And you got you said it. They were probably close to another hundred thousand people that weren't even going to the oh, game. Oh, exactly. And, and no, you and couldn't get anywhere near it. No. The last thing that was hysterical was they had the Facebook page and it had literally four Alabama people and three LSU people standing there. And it was like, this is unity. And then you compare that to, you know, 102,000 in the stadium. Yeah, I tell you, what, they, yeah. Look, look at the unity around Hoyt Hutchison. There was unity. Yeah, I think yeah. the unity exactly. of the two thousand people yeah. donated to his GoFundMe page. <laughs> we continue. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah it, it was really a terrible. Just, and, and we tried to warn these people. It's a comedy. That it's was comedy. that was not five thousand dollars well spent by those that raised the money to bring the balloon there. No, you, you did a. You, I hate to bring this up. You did a shoot ready aim. And I know any gun analogy makes y'all weep, but I just want you to know that you didn't really think this through. Uh, we continue. Let's go to David in Gunnersville. David, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you doing, buddy? How you doing, guys? Uh, I just got a question. Uh, Joe Biden's on videotape while he was vice president saying that uh, threatening to withhold aid from Ukraine if they didn't fire the prosecutors investigating his son. But that's okay to say because he was cleaning out corruption. But they accused President Trump of doing it, saying you can't withhold uh, aid to clean out corruption because that's horrible. How could you do that? I just I, I don't understand. Well, David, David, it's it's done all the time. 
and it's, you know, whatever you want to call it, it's done. We lean on countries all the time. We threaten to hold money. We do this. We do that. Some of them are saying, but no, oh, wait a minute, you're, you're talking about investigating a political rival. Well, we also have an agreement with the Ukraine to, uh, to work together to bring, um, you know, uh, corruption to the forefront and prosecute it. So, you know, I don't know how you can juggle this. I mean, it's it's just a mess. Six ways to Sunday. Just watching you unpack stuff like that with that hat. I know it, right? All right, so I, I want to go back to this again. My head's warm. Though. I want David to know we're going to talk to Congressman Gary Palmer next. Uh, Gary Palmer was with the president in Alabama uh, at the game this past weekend. He also uh, can uh, give us some insight on the impeachment uh, process, which starts today, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, the public hearings. All right, we'll talk to him coming up. Terry out of Robertsdale. <laughs> Terry, welcome to Rick and Bubba. I know these will be fair and unpartial. Oh, sure. Good morning. Hey, Terry. Good morning. I have a new show that you need to watch. It's called Kings of Pain. It comes on the History Channel. It has these two idiots that go around and let these um, animals bite them to see what the pain is. (laughs) I got to see that. I kind of like that. I got to find that show. It it owned me last night because they did the Executioner Wasp. Ooh. A warrior wasp, and I, I swear the name of it was a giant bird eating. Holy moly! Well, I need I need Good to gracious. see that. Yeah, I like the sound of that. Well, right? we got an animal story today that's not pretty. Boy, chimpanzees have gone nuts yeah, in the Uganda. Mm. Good night. Uh, we continue. Let's go to Glenda. Oh, there! Look, look, Bubba! Look, he's being bitten by a big snake. Mm-mm. Bubba, I'm so sorry. So they can't look at that. Bite and they see how bad it Bubba! is. Bubba, can't do it. Wow, with a high speed camera, that was impressive, <laughs> wasn't it? Boo, <laughs> Glenda, go ahead, Glenda. Okay, Bernie Sanders and his uh, uh, cohort, whatever her name is, uh, she figures that if Bernie gets elected president, and maybe she gets vice president. He'll kick off since he's got some medical problems, and she gets to be president. Oh, yeah. You're right. Me and my husband discussed that last week. I bet he did. Then he'll kick off. <laughs> well, the, here's the problem. AOC ain't old enough to be president. Yeah. Yeah, which, I don't she think can't uh-huh, be, she can't right. be vice president or president. I don't think Bernie so will, make, will make her vice president. I don't think. But he just said prominent role. Yeah. Gary Palmer, uh, U.S. congressman, will be with us next. He was... Uh, One of the hosts for Donald Trump at the Alabama LSU game uh, this past Saturday and can give us some insight on the impeachment process as well. We'll be right back. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for being with us. Uh, I'm about to talk to Congressman Gary Palmer coming up. I do want to point you to Compassion International. You know, we teamed up with Compassion several months back. Uh, We are teaming up with them again. I mean, this is that time of year when you start thinking about, you know, doing something for others uh, as we recognize the gift that God gave us by coming to us when we couldn't come to him. And, uh, you know, one of the things that's pretty clear is, uh, you know, taking care of people. Uh, and uh, especially those that may uh, be orphans or widows, and, and and certainly not every case with Compassion International uh, is that the situation, but these are children who are in dire need in, in the poorest parts of the country. Uh, with Compassion International, you work through a local church that is there in a region, and um, 
Uh, so they're going to take care of the spiritual needs of, of the child and the family and the community, uh, as well as the physical needs. And for just a little bit of money, you really make a difference. And so we'd love to see the Rick and Bubba audience get at least 100 kids sponsored uh, before Christmas. And if you and your family uh, would, uh, uh, if we could ask you to pray about, you know, if you, if you feel so led, that you could go to Compassion.com slash Bubba. You get a lot of updates um, on your child and and uh, Sherry and I are sponsoring a little boy in Nicaragua named Job, and uh, just got the latest pictures of him just over the last week. Uh, if you'd like to call, you can, 855-293-2323. Be sure and mention the Rick and Bubba Show, though, so we can put you into that 100 uh, number that we're looking for. Compassion.com slash Bubba will solve that problem. Uh, or you can find a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. Uh, so uh, we start today. Uh, the public impeachment hearings begin soon. Congressman Gary Palmer out of the great state of Alabama joins us. Gary, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How about it? Good morning, Rick and Bubba. Uh, you, you fired Gary, up? anything going on with you now? Yeah, you got anything <laughs> happening? <laughs> <laughs> well, I told some folks that I went to a football game Saturday and a Trump rally broke out. Yes, yeah. that's uh, – <laughs> you know, it's uh, – of course, I guess you heard what happened to the balloon baby Trump. Uh, the, yeah. uh, yeah, didn't make it, didn't make it. Didn't we, make uh, it. we, we, we thought that might be problematic, you know, trying to bring that to, to this area from what you gathered, uh, you know, cause you know, there was no doubt that people expected there to be a, a, a swell of support from Alabama and LSU fans. And boy, you certainly saw that, didn't you? Yeah. I tell you, I, when the president walked up to the, the box and, and the crowd saw him, the roar from the crowd that went up made my ears ring. It was one of the loudest cheers I've ever heard. And, and it wasn't just the section in front of them. It was the whole stadium. I, I looked around the upper deck and people were standing in the upper deck. Did, did yeah. you, did you like expect it to, was it more than you even expected Gary? Yeah. I, you know, I thought I might hear a sprinkling of booze, but I didn't hear anything. And, and the cool thing is, is that, you know, obviously we're there for a football game, and LSU and Alabama are, are big rivals. But when it came to the president and it comes to the country, everybody's together, and they were all together. Gary, what was it like being up in the booth? Tell us a little bit about who was up there and uh, when the president came in and how all that played out. Well, um, I was up there with Bradley Byrne and Robert Adderholt and four members from Louisiana, and uh, – uh, we tried to treat them well, but uh, uh, and then the president and Melania and, and of course the Secret Service and and um, and a couple of uh, folks that worked with the White House and with First Lady, and um, you know it, the the thing that people miss about um, being around someone like a president and a First Lady is that they're regular people in many respects and and. Um, what I, I took away from this was how attentive the president is to Melania and, uh, you know, is explaining things to her. That was her first major college football game. And um, she was really taken by the spirit. She said a couple of times that how impressed she was with the spirit of the whole atmosphere. And then uh, there are a ton of people that, that are escorted in to meet the president. Uh, and, and one um, family came in, had uh fairly young kids and Melania gets out of her seat and goes over and starts kind of, um, kneeling down a little bit or bending down a little bit to talk to those kids and just very nurturing, uh, person. I was, I was impressed. 
um, um, with with how they they conduct themselves. And obviously, the president's a big sports fan. He owned the New Jersey Generals. Herschel Walker played for him, and he was asking me about Coach Bryant and things like that. So, so how long does a president get to stay for something like that? Because you can't. I mean, you can't stay for the whole thing. It's not possible uh, for to get him in, in the mobs and everything. So, how long do they normally get to stay? Well, uh, when he was at the national championship game, he left at halftime, but he stayed through just about the end of the third quarter. Oh, wow. That's longer uh, than, that's right longer than Rick stayed. Quarter. Yeah, that's longer than I stayed. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. so I know well. that I don't know how much you guys talked about as far as, you know, the, the politics of the day. I hope you were just trying to have a, an enjoyable day together right. at, at a great ball game. But today we start with the public impeachment hearings. Uh, Gary, what in the world? I mean, what kind of what kind of road are we on here? I mean, what, what's going to happen? I think, first of all, we didn't discuss this in at the game, and I felt like it would have been inappropriate to do that. Agreed, agreed. But what I think what is going to start today is going to be a dark chapter in, in American history in the way this uh, Congress, uh, under the Democrat leadership, has conducted itself. There is no due process. And I don't care what your feelings are or what your political leanings may be one way or the other. The thing that you never want to lose sight of is that our legal system is built on the presumption of innocence, and it accords due process to everyone, regardless of their status in life. And when you enter into an impeachment process, the House, that is the members of Congress in the House, act as a grand jury. Yet two-thirds of the House has not been allowed to see the evidence. There's going to be a document dump that will be thousands of pages uh, toward the end of this process. And the pre- and the, the defendant in this case, the president, has not been allowed to have counsel uh, representing them. They've not been allowed to call witnesses. And the witness, when they changed the process to make it public, as uh, Schiff and Pelosi have said, uh, they gave us 72 hours to come up with a witness list, and they've denied practically every witness we've asked for. So if this were a, a regular proceeding out in, 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 in one of our courts, it would have already been declared a mistrial. Uh, there would be no indictment. Uh, uh, no one would want to have a, a, um, evidence sent to a grand jury and deny two-thirds of the grand jury access to evidence and then force those other grand jurors to to vote on whether or not to indict someone. This whole thing, I I think, is going to really reflect badly on Schiff and Pelosi and and the Democrats when it's all said and done. Gary, of course, this is not a legal proceeding. An impeachment is a political event in the Congress. But as you said— It's also a legal proceeding, though, Bubba, and and that you're charging an individual with, with a crime of some sort. Uh, so it, it does. It's not uh, obviously. It, it ends one way or the other, and an acquittal in the Senate or removal from office. You don't go to prison unless you've. But but if you did commit a crime when when you're removed from office, then you're subject to criminal uh, proceedings in, in a regular court. Right. Well, I guess the the reason I framed it that way is. Would you ever have a grand jury where the people who are hearing the case have already decided that you're guilty, and now they're just going through the process to do it? Well, one of them uh, actually said we have to go through this impeachment process so we can find evidence of wrongdoing. I mean, this <laughs> yeah, is 
I mean, but most of these people, the, most of the people, especially the Democrats, even on the Judiciary Committee, have been well documented since Trump was even elected of talking of impeachment, wanting him out when they ran for reelection. That's what they ran on. They didn't even have a crime to investigate, and they were screaming Got impeachment. It. So, I mean, Just how started. how can that be a fair legal process? I mean, who is the judge here to declare a mistrial in something like this? I mean, we all, most of us live through the Clinton impeachment, and we know the process, you know, semi-well. But a lot of Americans have no idea. They think they're going to take a vote in the in the House to remove the president, which that, that is not what happens. They send them over to the Senate. But, Gary, it just, I mean, it looks like it's going to be down party lines, and it looks like they will impeach him, and it looks like in the Senate they're not going to remove him. Well, Clinton actually committed a crime, and a lot of people forget this. He committed perjury, and he was uh, he lost his law license in Arkansas. He's forced to pay uh, uh, Paula Jones. Uh, a settlement amount, and he paid a substantial fine. Uh, but in this case, there's no crime. Uh, uh, there's nothing in the code for abuse of power, and that's what they're trying to argue, uh, or a quid pro quo. They're not even using that language much now, calling it that, uh, because it, uh, it it forces them then to be confronted with Hunter Biden. But this started... Uh, before uh, he was even elected. If you recall, in May of 2016, after uh, uh, President Trump won the Republican nomination, Peter Strzok sent a a text message to his friend Lisa Page saying, now the real work begins. And then in August, he sends another, says that they have an insurance policy. And then you go into that with what happened with the dossier and the FISA warrants and and the the Russia hoax. And and then in January, I mean, right after the uh, president's inaugurated, you have this law firm that is set up for one purpose and one purpose only, and that is to remove President Trump from office through a coup. They literally use that language. Yeah, there's been people been critical of that language being used, but I want you to clarify, they use that language themselves. Yeah, that's not our language. That's, that's their language. Yeah, that's the lawyer or the whistleblower. He, he put it on right. Twitter. He didn't and, hide it. Yeah, he was well, proud I of tell it. people to stop referring to that individual as a whistleblower. Uh, He's a plain. The, the individual is not a whistleblower. They're an unnamed collaborator in a conspiracy to take down the president. Yeah. Wow. And that right. began right after he was inaugurated. That's true. Well, Gary, thanks for being with us. Um, uh, your insights always. Um, yeah, we may want to check in with you again, Gary, Valuable. if that's okay, the next few days. Will you be yeah, in that in room time. today? Who all will be in that room? Well, it's open to to all of the members, but it'll mostly it'll only be the committee members asking questions, and I do plan to to stop in. Okay, Gary Palmer, Congressman out of Alabama, uh, giving us some insight on what is really quite a circus. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Hey, this is Justin Timberlake. You listen to Rick and Bubba, the two sexiest fat men alive. We're back. Uh, eight minutes to the top of the hour. Reaching us at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Wednesday Bible study back today live on the YouTube channel. Archived soon after on the YouTube channel. Also our podcast channel. Links will be provided on all the Rick and Bubba social media platforms. Uh, past studies can be found at BurgessMinistries.com. Uh, just click it on listen. 
Um, let's go to um, Angela out of Georgia. Angela standing by. She had a question from yesterday's program. Angela, go ahead. Yeah, I was waiting on somebody to ask when the guy was talking about the implant with the remote control. Yes. What happens if you lose the remote control? My dad would be a great candidate, but him and my mama lose stuff. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, losing the remote, I mean, you got an issue now. This is the implant for those that uh, cannot do a CPAP mask. And and it's, um, you know, I had some people talking about, I think the thing about insurance yesterday, and we had a salesperson who called from one of the companies, I think you, the the insurance companies vary wildly based on some other emails and calls I got yesterday, and I think some of them you almost have to prove that you were not a candidate for any of the other things. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. It's like we'll pay for it if, if we can get some medical documentation that the mask just doesn't work for you and you can't do any of the other stuff, and if you if you can give us that case, then then we'll pay for it to help you pay for it. Now, that, that doesn't apply to all insurance companies. He said he mentioned some that, that do, but – but yeah, what if you lose the remote? <laughs> and I mean, you know, it, we've all <laughs> lost the remote. Oh my time. goodness! <laughs> sure, you don't really want to lose that one. Have it fall down no, under the mattress and get turned on you at really the wrong don't. time. You know, or, or you go over and all of a sudden you, you realize your wife doesn't know what it is. She's pressing it. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, it starts working before you've gone to bed. Uh, but anyway, it was an interesting conversation. Uh, Bubba, I know how you love to follow the the first family, and I want to tell you something. If you're watching on YouTube today, just like the conversation we just had with Gary Palmer about the impeachment process, which is about to start, and I thought Gary made some points that many have made that right. this is a complete circus. But yeah. um, when Bubba is unpacking it and really goes into Sears' face, <laughs> but still has this Elmer Fudd Vikings hat on, why he's oh, doing yes. it? I, I just can't get enough of it. I mean, I, can't, I well, you know, you know, when you put on your funny uh, Vikings hat and your hair's kind of wet early on, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, then you take it off, it, mm-hmm. it's worse than bedhead. You oh, know, yeah. so oh, you yeah. have to stay with it then. Yeah, and now you've got like somebody's painted gray paint on your head. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? You, <laughs> well, you got to I mean, it's a mess. Then. So, uh, but I plus, you could get a carpet shot. The only thing that you follow more than uh, you know uh, an impeachment process is the royal family. <laughs> uh, and have have you seen? Uh, that uh, it looks like that Prince Harry and his wife, Meghan Markle, will not join the Queen for Christmas. Mm. Uh, said, uh, what about Archie? Uh, that, well, mean, they're saying this will be the first what time. little Archie? What about uh, Archie? What the? They're, they're going to choose to spend baby Archie's first Christmas away from the Queen. Oh, that means so why that is that? Means. Oh, boy. Well, you know the Fab Four; they've had their issues. Didn't 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 oh, yeah. she imply they were going to come to America to live for a while at I one time a few yeah, weeks I, ago? Yeah. Around, around you know, a little she, bit. Rick, she's obviously struggling with this being you know a princess. I, I mean, know. I don't know how she's going to get over right. it. It's just too much pressure, Rick, having somebody wait on your hand and foot. You know, know. private jets all over the globe. Who, who can work through it? Nannies galore. I mean, I don't know how they're getting. Who by. can work huh? through it? What it, in the world? A life bit an expensive mascot is harder than you might think. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, but they're saying this is the official word that it's not any kind of, you know, dig on the queen. That they said they just simply need to recharge their batteries, and they don't want to travel. So, well, where is the queen going? They got to go. Well, it's I, I, so I'm not familiar with all these places they have. It's, yeah, I'm it's not either. Sand Ringham, San Ringham, S A N D R I N G H A M. I don't know. Well, you got a kind of royal hat on today. Look at you. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that's where the queen wants to have Christmas. Can you imagine? Uh, they don't want to go. Listen, they're, they're not listen, going. Guys, we it, just they're going to stay our, home in Windsor. In our families. In our families. <laughs> And our wonderful wives and our, you know, our relatives and all that stuff. You know 
how messed up the holidays get anyway, oh, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, take like your family keeps moving their Christmas around, and mm-hmm. you can't, you know, every right. time you plan something, they seem to move it again. Stuff like that. Yep. And then, can you imagine you multiply that times 1,000 on the royal family? Oh, yeah. And can you imagine what a handle that is for everybody? Well, according to Bubba, the royal biographer, yeah. Ingrid Seward, he says <laughs> Christmas at this place that I can't pronounce, it looks like San Ringham is what it looks like. Right. Everybody knows that. Says yeah. it says yeah. it can be quite stressful, mm-hmm. so perhaps they don't want to go with Archie at such a young age. It, now, what is it what, so what, stressful about What's so about stressful it? about it? I don't know. And now they've never been to one of our Christmases. It's pretty yeah. stressful, too. I mean, but you, have, you have a servant go out and buy all the gifts, right? Yeah. You think it's going to open them or the servant do it? <laughs> <laughs> and then the other servant videos them so they have the memories. That's right. Here's the thing you got to think about. The queen is 93. Yeah, I, I started to say I wouldn't, miss, I wouldn't miss too many. And they said that um, – Now, she gives up the throne next year, right? Wasn't it a well, two-year warning she gave oh, for – She gave a two-year warning. Prince Charles? Yeah. Uh, she said uh, – Well, that's going to be something. One insider said, uh-huh. you know, Greg, just like we talked about, said she'll never show how hurtful this really is to her. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, She's got to keep a stiff upper lip. And he also admitted that Harry and William, they use the term, seem to be on different paths right now. Mm-hmm. They're not really good. Well, their wives are on different paths. Correct. That's what that means. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're catfighting the royal family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> I mean, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that just tears me up. I, yeah. know, it does. Well, I, I know how you follow the royals. So oh, I want it up. Right. Well, you know, I, I hate it when a queen and her princesses are all tore up. You yeah, because yeah. the queen's right. not spending Christmas a, with Archie. Right. I have a special warm place in my heart for the for the mascots. Uh, uh, I know of, you do. Of Western civilization. It's you like us that. getting an update, update that Minnie Mouse is upset because right. some of her and Mickey's mm-hmm. kids are not coming to Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Do they ever have any kids, Mickey and Minnie? Uh, I don't think it ever got that far. Did they get married or are they just they just girlfriend boyfriend? I think they just dated, right? Well, I heard the I Queen think. ask, How dare you? You know, Prince Charles, does he remind you kind of an Irish setter? You know, one of those that didn't seem like they were smart enough to get out of the rain. You know, they give you that look like you know what I'm talking about? You've seen those dogs. Yeah, I'm, man, yeah. that is. I've never said it quite as graphic as you just said, right. But, right. but I understand what you're saying. And I know they'll look at you. And I'm not. Oh, they did have kids. Look, there's Minnie and Mickey with their kids. Oh, look yeah. at all them. Yeah. They, did, they, got, they did get married. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to the Radio Revolution. Rick. There is time for change, and it is now. It's time for a revolution. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all in the mix today. No intern, Hash Brown Hero is out sick today, uh, so we all just kind of work the phones on our own. There's Bill Bubba Bussy back in the mix. Well, he's glad to be here too, Rick. I'll yes, tell sir. you, and he's he's kind of toasty over here with his Minnesota Vikings. I got hat my on. little Vikings huh? hat on, keeping my gourd warm. <laughs> That's a lot to keep warm too. That's a gourd, there, buddy. Yes, sir, it is. That hat's got to work. Chilling animal update. Chilling. Guys, I. It, it, it is no fun, as Bubba has said, it's no fun for us to sit here and put out warnings that maybe people discredit or overlook, and then just more things have to happen, and this is horrifying. 
just terribly horrifying. Uh, we go to Uganda. Uh, you know, we've heard some pretty gruesome chimpanzee stories over the years. Oh, I mean, boy. some some bad mm-hmm. ones. I mean, Rick, this is this I, is worse. This is this is horrifying. But this is the thing about animals, and of course, you know, we've been suggesting that animals have turned up the attacks right now. Ooh. They've gone they've gone completely rogue. Um, I remember some of this, and today is 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 the is the most horrible so far, if you can believe that. But uh, I go back to the ones we've had over the years. Uh, we remember the time that the family decided they would have a pet chimpanzee. Do you remember this? Uh, that, oh, that yeah, cost Rick, one that face. Was, and they decided yep. because when they get too old, they become unruly and dangerous, mm-hmm. and they put him in what could be really identified as a chimpanzee halfway house. And this is where somewhat domesticated chimpanzees try to find their way back to the wild. And this family went to visit their pet chimpanzee on his birthday. Do you remember this? Oh, yeah. Brought the cake. And they, they, birthday cake. They learned a horrible, horrible lesson. If you're going to bring birthday cake for your chimpanzee, bring enough for everybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the chimpanzees went nuts and ripped the man's face off, if you remember. And then that woman that went through. The woman got her face. Remember the, the, yeah. the they had to pay chimpanzee. Yeah. Uh, they go for the and face. You, have you ever seen that one? Yeah. yeah. Well, and here's the thing. She had the face transplant. Here's the thing that gets me. I don't think she did. I think she just. If y'all, if y'all remember. Bad. That's, I think she was one of the first face transplants mm, I did. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think, I think that one guy was one and she, she was an attempt. I, I don't remember the level, but you may be right. But I did, both of them had their faces ripped off by their yes. pet chimpanzees. But here's the other thing. You remember when the animal experts would try to come on and they would, you'd shoot to the morning shows and all that yeah. on TV? And I remember after these attacks, an animal expert was going to tell us to give us signs to look for if a chimpanzee becomes agitated. Yeah. And I said, well, I got one when he's ripping my face off. <laughs> yeah. He's not. Hey, 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 I, I got it. It, it, this is I don't really need any kind of expertise here. Charlotte Nash was her name. Mm. Well, what a life changing day that she was. She did have her face destroyed and had a face transplant. Uh, mm-hmm. And remember, yeah, ate, ate her fingers off too. They loved to yeah, eat your oh fingers. Yeah. Oh yeah. But it's here, like a friend of hers. But prepare Tim yourself. Yeah, yeah. What even yeah. hers? Prepare no, yourself. Yeah. This is horrifying because uh, it involves sadly small children. Oh. Uh, in Uganda, uh, they're having a problem that the chimpanzees are now coming out into the country to where human beings are living and really just I hate to hate you, I don't want to use this analogy and offend everyone so I'll try to include everybody uh, the Vikings used to do it certain tribes of Indians would do it there's been various groups of people over the years that would raid and come in and just say this property is ours now and take it over and kill and pillage and they're saying the chimpanzees are now doing that they're coming out reclaiming and they're coming in and just attacking humans and Killing babies and killing little kids, and Oof. and uh, it is a gruesome uh, story. And uh, they're saying this is a problem now that the chimpanzees, and this is the part where people were sending me the email saying, "Is it yet another Rick and Bubba Prophet star?" Mm. The 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 term the chimpanzees apparently are now coming into the human areas with organized attacks, mm. and they're killing people and stealing children and eating them. Mm. I hate to say that. Yeah, but, you, but you, you've been very nice. Because the uh, graphic details in yeah, here, I don't yeah. think I'm going to go into. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I am. Thank you. If it was an adult, I probably would. But I can't imagine. I mean, this is. Oh, I know. It's just unbelievable. Yeah, it, and and it, they, it, they apparently all 
are looking for the same thing. They seem to have yeah, a favorite there. They do. Uh, they do, Bubba. They're they're advanced, and even in their eating, they're advanced. Let's yep. just put it that way. Yeah. Yep. They're they're almost surgical on what they're looking for. And they've got sadly the strength and the ability to go get it. You, you know, I'm yep. sure there's some some good folks living in Uganda. I, I'm mm-hmm. not really up on Uganda, and I don't mean to be offensive, but usually every time I hear Uganda in the news, there's, it's not positive. It, it's <laughs> negative, negative. There's just bad things happening to people. It's just animals, and right. You know, it is. You know, I, really, what you hear most of the time, and you're right. And I've had friends who've been to Uganda. But oh, you, I know. But I know. you know why they're always going? Because they help, need help. To help. Yep. It's uh, it is a it is a a lot of turmoil, and now to add to it, uh, we have social groups of chimpanzees, and they're just coming raiding out of the hills. This last bunch, just like you're watching a western, I hate to bring this up, mm-hmm. they're out there working in their garden, and said all of a sudden they just come out of there into the you know yeah. how many times oh, have yeah. you seen that on the prairie? Yeah. Some settlers out there, you know, trying yeah, to trying to go, trying to go west, and they set them up a place and start farming, and all of a sudden out of the hills here comes trouble. Mm-hmm. And they're saying now that's happening, and out of the hills the trouble comes in the form of extremely powerful and deadly chimpanzees. The big chimps. Kid. Boy, they're strong. Really oh, their strong. strength. Really strong. Their strength and their teeth. Look at the teeth on this guy. Oh, I know. I know. Huh? Look at that right there. He moved to that. That right there. Look, guys, that, that's a very advanced animal with some really gnarly teeth and some powerful strength. Mm-hmm. You know, they say in the story, yeah, they, they remind us that uh, – you know that uh, monkeys, chimps, all that are you know our closest living. Hello, mm-hmm. uh, our closest living uh, uh, relative uh, to humans, uh, and that they share ninety four percent of our genetic makeup. But yeah. boy, that last six percent is, is a, a big, big jump. jump, isn't it? It is a big, big jump. Ooh wee! I mean, so what do you do? I mean, they got they definitely got something they like there, and they. You know what I mean? They yeah, look. We they got, got a, easy they got, prey, they, buddy. They got a system here. Um, they do. They, look, they're organized. The first time I saw, and this one's easier to talk about because it just involves other animals. Mm-hmm. The first time I saw that documentary, when they said they realized that this bunch, the chimpanzees, will actually organize hunting parties and give people assignments. Yeah. And they have one group that does nothing but go in the trees and knock other monkeys out. And then yeah, boy, once, the ground, ones on the ground. Hey, once you hit the ground, those on the ground get a hold of you. It's not good. They'll start eating before everybody gets there. Mm. And the first thing they'll go for is, is a leg or an arm. They'll just pull one off and start eating. Yeah. Rick, they don't do it, do they? 100%. It's like watching, the, uh, watching somebody eat a two-piece at Bojangles. <laughs> mm. I'm telling you, it's not good. Oh, gracious. Mm-hmm. I would have said Popeye's, but I don't want anybody to fight. How many of our violent Popeye's stories we're going to get over this chicken yeah. sandwich? Yeah. I mean, what in the mm. world? Oh, look, oh here it is. This is the one I was talking about. Oh, and the guys on the ground there, man, they get after it. Really? I mean, oh, it's, boy. Well, some go up, knock them out, and then there's on the ground. It's very organized. And if um, you don't watch it, they'll pick up something and hit you with it. You know, it's rare that, that we can't really read any of the story that's in front of us. I know. But it's too gruesome. Let me just let you know it's gruesome. You can Google it yourself. But I wouldn't be alone when you read it. Uh, 15 minutes past the hour. Be ready to talk about something lighthearted soon after. Yep. Wow. 15 minutes past the hour. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
20 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba show. Somebody say it. According uh, to Greg, our music um, historian here on the program, he alleges that the Black Crows, the Robinson Brothers, that have been fighting each other for years, busting up the band over and over again because two brothers in the band can't get along. I'm talking about major fights. Shocking. Uh, shocking fights that they have put their uh, their differences behind them and they will tour and do the what I just played the cut from, yeah. Shake Your Money Maker Tour. They're going to play the whole album. I'm sure they'll answer. But the brothers have just said they will the get brothers along. Are, you know, they hadn't talked in like six or seven years. How long do you give that? I don't know. You think he'll ever finish? It's a summer tour. It starts like in June. They're coming to Birmingham, I saw. Well, so the, the Robinson brothers are going to try to make and, a go at it. And again. what I like is they're getting, because Black Crow's one of my favorite bands, their early stuff. Man, and that particular too. record Me I too. love. Yeah. Usually when they get together, they want you to listen to all their new stuff. Well, they're playing Shake Your Money Maker album. That's what they're playing. Okay. It's going to be good. Uh, also, I mentioned going to the break before we get to this other story. A Maryland Popeyes customer attacked by six juveniles, uh, and they're saying that the incident seems to once again revolve around. There's a link to the fast food chain since it added the popular chicken sandwich to its menu. Now, I, I just can't believe that that this is going on about this sandwich. And once again, it, it, if it, you were in Uganda, you'd believe it. Well, you yeah, know, same we, thing goes. We've right. had a stabbing death on somebody cutting line for a chicken sandwich. They don't know the motive of this attack, but they say somehow it's tied to the chicken sandwich again. Uh, so, I, are yeah, they are they causing these th- stories to happen so they can report keep I, their name? And in, you in, had in, one. I mean, it's odd, but it ain't worth. It's a good sandwich, but it's not worth all great. that. You may be on something. Yeah, you know, I think you're but, all. Over. You know, we had one the other day, and I don't know. There's so many, we can't cover them all. Where an employee body slammed a woman out in the parking lot. I yeah. know. All over this sandwich. I, all right. So I'm going to tell you it's a good sandwich, but it's not worth all that. And now I catch myself at any fast food restaurant I go to, hey, there's a lot of chicken sandwiches. There's out. a ton of them out there. there we, I mean, if you want a chicken sandwich, you can have one. You well, don't look, have to go. Even Jack's that works with us a lot. Now they're, they, they've yeah, always had one. They're but everywhere. They're new one now. They do a good chicken. Yeah, we act like that. You can't get a chicken sandwich. I know. Um, so, Bubba, we love these kind of updates. An Ontario family, and we're going to listen to it. It's I know has, has captured. Oh that oh that is it, oh my goodness! There, there's the body slam over the over the chicken sandwich, and and that right there. Look, look, I mean, that's a woman. Is that a woman getting slammed? Yes. Now this this might be a different incident. This is uh, the woman was complaining. And one of the employees uh, took her out and body slammed yeah. her and broke some ribs and all this, and he's going to jail now. Yeah, he well, did you see that like. slam? Yeah. It looked like she was leaving, yeah. trying to get out of there. Yeah. And he, I mean, oh, guys, guys, he just took a woman and slammed her on the ground. And uh, Yeah, that was last week, I think. You know, there's, there's a different now, now did Popeye's this, in, they, they, incident. So, there's so many now, you need to sort through right. them Is this the Was this person complaining about chicken sandwich? I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. No, there's something. Is this where it started? Right, this yeah, it starts, this, okay. this is at the counter, and she, there was some complaint, and he came oh, out of the back a... and didn't like the complaint. And mm-hmm. he's not, he doesn't buy into the customer's always right. I guess no, he doesn't. He no, did, he, he, not at all. Nobody told him about. Well, that. let me tell you, when he's slamming her in the parking lot, he certainly doesn't agree. With <laughs> no, because <laughs> I mean, yeah. that was a pretty violent slam. It was a very violent slam. I mean, well, Bubba said she's like really. Hurt. Oh yeah, I mean, oh, yeah she's got her head and some ribs and stuff. I mean, she messed up. So uh, I'm gonna go ahead and tell him he's maybe in the wrong business. Ah, uh, yeah, probably. Think? Yeah, not, not let's a go good bot, Let's yeah. go bouncer. 
Wow, maybe. yeah. Because I, I mean, you're going to deal with irate customers, and if it pushes you to yeah, that limit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you slam a customer in the a parking lot. An elderly lot, woman. By an way. elderly woman and break her hips and ribs, you you, you, do, you did not buy into the customer's Is that the right. same guy that was screaming at the register, though? It looks yeah, like a different yeah. guy. Well, he had a um, maybe he, had, he incited all that. I don't he know. He had the locks in and there stuff. It, it, it was it was it him. is the same guy. Yeah. How how can you justify that? Did he lose his locks on the way out to Slammer? No, nah, I mean you could tell that he had okay yeah. his bun. But I, I give you that it, yeah. it was all hard to really figure who was not good. Like a lot of things going on at Popeye. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it's getting kind of is it too is it too dangerous? <clears throat> it looked like the same teacher uh, that was beating up that student. Yeah, that we saw yesterday. And look at his buddy beside him celebrating. Yeah. No, yeah, they're all. Look, look, everybody's hollering at her. She must have been. Golly. Look, I understand she might have been rude, but I don't know about body slamming. I don't know about it. Yeah, uh, that's whole, a little much. Every employee coming out and let's all. Slam yeah, well, her she and, was leaving. Yeah, yeah. you know. I, I want to know what, what the complaint was. I wish she really slapped good him right there. She said she's moving to a safer place, Uganda. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> she's going to take her chances with the chimps. <laughs> right. Right back to the last story. Yeah. So um, it's awful. All right. Mm. So Bubba, and you know, we always love investigating these things. So we have a ghoulish howling of uh, of an unknown oh, creature. I saw that. I saw captured that. on a video in Ontario. I and, love and, a good and, ghoulish and howling. I, I love. Right now, I, I love to hear an, an unspecified animal. Oh, howling. Yeah. I, I gotta. I gotta warn you here. Uh, and I, yeah, it's going to come from me. I, I've listened to this thing, and you're going to hear at times uh, like a baby cry, jump out like at you, that. and it's their grandson that's with oh, okay. them. Oh, so okay. That's not but Because it will so freak I, you out if you're not ready for all it. All right, so it said right. this person said, I've heard a lot of things in the wild. He said they were hunting, and they've ne- they never heard anything like this before. Yeah, and I'm going to let it roll for about two minutes, and it keeps getting louder, and it is disturbing. I'll okay, tell you that. But there's a kid that's going to cry too, but disregard yes, that. and you're going to hear some crunching of them walking around a little bit trying to figure it out, but uh, they, they kind of rolled it. Take a listen. <clears throat> Just listen in. Man, it is crazy. How dare you? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> listen. You got to listen. You're so good, by the way. See, that's what's it. Is that the baby? That sounds like a baby. Did you hear that? Sounds like Greg from the bathroom. Why is listen. the baby out hunting? Shh. They're not hunting. No, they, it says hunting. That's what it says. And while they were hunting. Guys, we have not heard camping. it yet because you're talking. I know. I right, start over. No, it gets louder. Listen. Hey. Mm. Wow. Is that it? Shh. Shut up. <laughs> See, that, that's not it, of course. Who brought the baby, honey? <laughs> that's it. One more lesson. That's right. <laughs> I see dead people. Oh. This is great radio. Oh, that could be anything. What do you mean it could be anything? Greg. What is it? It could be like Just a listen. dog barking. It does sound like a dog howling. Then. Yeah, We've got a strange echo to it. Yeah, bear? Listen. Does that scare you a little bit? Werewolf. Honestly, does it scare you a little bit? I, I wouldn't like to be out there and hear that. Yeah. No. No. You're talking about going to your stand and you hear that? Getting louder. Still talking. Shh. Shh. Dead air. They need to shut that baby up. Greg, don't be like that. I'd be, I'd be scared too if I heard well, what, that. Right, what pass it? in his mouth. What is it? I don't know. I think it's a dog. Listen. Yo, that, that's, that's a spooky. wolf. That is creepy. I'll give you that. Yeah. Hey, that's creepy. Listen, saying vote Trump. Listen. <laughs> Yo, that's, that's, that's creepy right there. Oh, <laughs> 
That is creepy. Where's this at? Ontario. Ontario, Canada. You think it's too far away to get you? I get that. What do y'all think it is? What if it's management area, Greg? Mm. What do you think it is, Bob? Maybe, maybe somebody like Gary out there with the dumb bull. That it does have the dumb bull. Hey, it sounds, sounds a lot hey, like Hey, hey they've been ordering my, my, my turkey costume up here in Quebec. Quebec. I, so I went up to Quebec, and I didn't get that far. Took my dumb bull. Took my dumb bull. Okay, so it does say. I thought they were camping. It does say they were hunting. Why yeah, they yeah, the baby no, I read the article. Well, it didn't Why kill they, much, but that yeah. kid with them. Yeah, I know. What are they, they hunting? You know how cold it is? Do you, you think they're at some cabin? The babies, the families there, and the men are going out and hunting, or oh, the women making it up? Why, does, does it not say hunting? Just, and do we not have a baby shh, there? Listen one more time. Speedy, see if you can get them on the air. Man. Get them on the air? I guess, yeah. Yeah, I, like give inter- call. I like to interview and find that, out more about what That was the one that just keeps going. Here they said, Does the article have their number in it? I'm scared. You can get in touch with them. Well, you can Google it. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Five minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. 866. We be big is the number. Thanks for being with us. 25 years strong, baby. Making a living off low expectations. Well, I didn't know him then. He'd say we were friends. We both rode the highways on the song. So I'm riding this one here. Sing it up, bro. Somebody sing it. Cause the king of Alabama has gone home. Well, they call him the king of Alabama right now, Hoyt Hutchinson. Uh, hey, Hoyt, uh, welcome back to Rick and Bubba. And let me tell everybody, in case they missed it, on Monday's program, uh, Hoyt called the show uh, and took responsibility and said that he was the man uh, that uh, took out the baby Trump balloon uh, when the protesters came to his home state of Alabama at the Alabama-LSU game. As we all know now, it's become a gigantic story, which is why we're updating with Hoyt, um, that um, baby Trump the balloon uh, was deflated by Hoyt Hutchinson. Uh, and Hoyt, you wouldn't believe the uh, the comments we got. A lot of people want you to run for Senate uh, in Alabama. And then, of course, there's some people that don't like you. Uh, and then, then we've had multiple... Uh, media outlets that want to find you and interview you and are talking about you. It, it, what what has it been like for the last 48 hours? Man, I tell you, it's been amazing. And I'm just glad to know. I'm glad to read. I've read some of the comments and stuff, but I'm glad glad to see that the uh, positive ones outweigh the negative ones by about 80-20. Hey, Hoyt, so. this is Bubba. I wasn't here Monday. Sorry, I missed What a you. sad miss on your part, uh, sir. Yeah, really. Hoyt, what, uh, t- tell us a little bit about the GoFundMe thing. Just clear that up for us because I know you had – someone had started a fund for your defense fund, and, and you're certainly going to need that. But uh, they, won't, they won't allow people to raise money for defense causes now. What is, what is the deal on that? Um, I'm not real sure – how all that works I, I, my cousin set that up for me and i had no idea that it would do like 
do like it's done. But they emailed her yesterday, and they are going to release that money. So that's just fake news, what everybody's putting out there. Okay, when you said release that money, they are going to allow you to use it? Yes, sir. Okay, so so the news out there that you couldn't use it, that's, that's fake news? Yes, sir. Okay. So have they taken it down, or is it still active? No, it's still active. Okay. Well, that is completely fake news. And you said the po- I, the positive is about eighty twenty. Yes, sir. Yeah. So I, I, we we assume. I want to encourage everybody out there to don't try to argue with those people on there that's making all that stuff. I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm a perfect Christian or a perfect American mm-hmm. or a perfect person. I am. I'm I'm a regular guy. I've made mistakes in my life, and they're going to dig up everything they can on me. But I'm just glad to know that I serve a Lord and Savior that forgives me for the mistakes that I have made. And so they can go on and say what they want to. I know where I'm going when my last breath is taken. Well, yeah, have you, uh, on, a, on a more earthly level on this, have you got a good lawyer or are you getting good representation? Yes, sir. I'm uh, using a lawyer I've known for probably about 15 years now. And uh, I told him next morning, he texted me, wanted to know if I was all right. And I told him, I said, this thing's yours if you want it. I said, I got lawyers from all over the country wanting to defend me. So, uh, but I'm going to give it to a hometown boy that deserves it. So we we know you've been getting calls from a lot of other media outlets. Who who all's been calling you? So, well, I've got an interview with ABC 3340 this afternoon. And uh, I uh, I went on ninety five three the bear yesterday morning, and um, what was that station this morning? Uh, uh, you were with JT, yeah, JT, old yeah. friend of ours. <clears throat> yes, sir. Now I will tell you, the Huffington Post was looking for you yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm sure they I'm sure they're thrilled by you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll, I'll be more than glad to go on. I'll be more than glad to go on anywhere, but I mean, I still got to have, if I got time, I still got to work 40 hours a week. Oh yeah, yeah. no <laughs> doubt about it. What about the fact, so uh, you're, you're being charged with criminal mischief, is that right? Yes, sir. And then you're, they want you to pay for the cost of the balloon, right? Uh, I'm, I'm guessing that's what it's going to be. Okay. Well, I don't know. I've heard this Democratic mayor we have here in Tuscaloosa is wanting to throw the book at me. Yeah. So, uh, we got to get him out of office too. Well, I, done nothing I, for our town. Yeah, I would say that to the mayor there to pay attention. You know, we we were the ones that said if if baby Trump comes to Tuscaloosa, you know, there certainly are some Democrats there around the university. But overall, when the LSU Alabama game comes to town, probably those on the far left are in the minority. I think that's a fair statement. And uh, and it's not like taking baby Trump to like say Northwestern or somewhere like that or Berkeley. Yeah. And yeah. Um, and right. and of course we saw that. But but I think the mayor, if he if the mayor wants to get elected again, probably might want to pay attention to how people felt uh, about this uh, baby Trump balloon coming to Tuscaloosa, and then he probably wants to evaluate that carefully. Exactly. And I don't know that. For, somebody told me that they had, that they had read an article about it. But I don't care. He's a Democrat. We got to get him going. Right. I don't know. He may be fine with you, but I was just saying that there, you probably have more. You probably have more supporters than you have detractors. Uh, and you know, yeah. if you want to get the most votes, you probably want to think that through. Right. But uh, but I don't know. He he may be fine with you. You're just saying that's what somebody told you. 
Now, Hoyt, we understand you, you've been contacted by some other people who are running for office? Yes, sir. Uh, well, the crazy thing is, and I guess I'm going to have to, when I tell this story, I'm going to have to go ahead and let the cat out of the bag, and I'm probably going to lose about half my fan base. But... Oh, no. I've heard a rumor. Are you going to say it? I've heard this uh, rumor. I've heard it, but I didn't, want, I didn't want to say it one way or the other. <laughs> the other night, I was on the phone with my sister, and I got a call from Lubbock, Texas, and I said, I said hold on, let me take this call. I said, it might be another news station or something wanting to talk to me. I click over. I say, hello. And he said, Hoyt. I said, yes, sir. He said, Hoyt, this is Coach Tommy Tuberville, and I'm running for U.S. Senate, and I just want to let you know I'm proud of what you've done, and <laughs> you need any – if you're uh, proud of – Stand. I took not proud that I broke the law, but for taking a stand for what I believe in. He said, if you need any help or anything, save my number and give me a call. I said, Coach, I got to go ahead and tell you right now. I said, I ain't no Alabama fan. I've been a diehard Auburn fan all my life. Oh, my goodness. And I just had to put that, I just had to throw that Crimson Tide shirt on to get close enough to that boy. <laughs> 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 well, it worked. It, it worked. It worked. And we've made the news again. And and it was just a disguise. <laughs> Hello to all the media outlets tuning in. That's funny. Oh, uh, that but, is that's but, hey, I, I I talked I talked to Coach Tubble for about twenty minutes, and man, it was awesome. This was like sitting here talking to you guys or any of my buddies, and he's just a he's just a good guy and. uh Remind him talking to me. I've always said that I felt like President Trump was a president that I could sit down and carry on a conversation with, just a regular old blue-collar guy. And that's the way I felt talking to Coach Tuberville. And that's what we need in office, more people like that right there. Because you see what happened last time a career politician went to uh, Washington and tried to play politics with a president that don't play politics. Yeah. It didn't last. Well, so the plot thickens. So now the latest confirmation – is that Hoyt Hutchinson is an Auburn fan? <laughs> That's the, the, the mayor. The mayor is, may this, throw two books at that, you yeah, now. Well, now you. Really, yeah. Well, it's. Uh, but you know, once again, this is one of those things we saw LSU fans and Alabama fans come together to support uh, you uh, exercising. You know what you thought was what needed to be done, and then is it possible that Auburn and Alabama fans can rally? behind baby Trump not making it there at, Al- at Alabama. I don't know. That may be more than, than we can ask for those two fan bases to unite, but we'll see. But that's uh, Yeah, because I knew you told us on Monday that you had a hoodie on, which we saw in your Facebook Live post, and then the hoodie was gone and you had an Alabama shirt on and you said you had just bought it at the vendor because you didn't want them to see the hoodie because you'd already yelled something when you went by. I'd already made a scene, yes, sir. As far as the legal process in this, what's next for you? When do you yeah. have to show up where and do what? Uh, tell you the truth, I got the papers out there in my car. I ain't even really paid attention. They told me it'd be after the first of the year. So. Oh, that's, that's a long while. Can't handle stuff for Well, not worry about that. I mean, this is, the whole life depends on it. Sure. The, uh, Everybody around you will destroy it. I love him. You're like Rick, you'll lose them papers. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm with you, Hoyt. Papers are such a hassle. Yeah. <laughs> a truck is not a filing system. system. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we tell Rick. Uh, Timmy, tell you what's funny about that. <laughs> they're making fun of me, and they're 100% right. Mm-hmm. I had to produce a phone number yesterday in a meeting I was in, 
and I left a piece of notebook paper paper behind, and they sent me a picture of two other numbers I had on the other side. They said, hey, in case you need these. <laughs> Here's this, too. Well, Hoy, hang in there. Um, the plot thickens. Yeah, it does. He's, he's talked to Tuberville, who's running for Senate. Huh. He reveals that he's really an Auburn fan and just went there to – uh, to, to do what he thought needed to be done. Uh, he is celebrated by some, and he's vilified by others. But he said it's about 80-20 on the good side right now. That's mm-hmm. all right. But you do live in town. You didn't travel to the city, right? Yes, sir. I live in Tuscaloosa. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. And, and we, but, don't, uh, we don't know about the mayor of Tuscaloosa. Just somebody said. He may be, he may be fine. Right. Yeah, but we'll right. If he knows what's good, he'll, he'll, get on, he'll get on the Trump train. <laughs> Oh, wait, thank you for the update. Wow. Hey, I want to tell y'all real quick. Uh, there's a uh, there's a family in my hometown, Samantha, Alabama. Had a their a husband and a father got killed in a car wreck last week, and oh. people have been making comments about people giving money to my GoFundMe, and this family really is really in need and stuff. And I'll go ahead and tell y'all, when that money gets released, I'm going to make a big donation to that family. Okay. They set a goal for 5000 to bury their uh, husband and father. And uh, I don't know if it's under – somebody told me it's Kelly uh, Gregory Gassette's page. I shared it on my Facebook page, so everybody can go on there. Okay. Y'all please go support them. I had a brother got killed in a car wreck mm. in 2012. Sorry, buddy. And people reached out and helped my family out in a time of need. And I'll be the first to do that when I'm given the opportunity to. Okay. So uh, if, if y'all could, just go on and check my Facebook page out. And if anybody feels led to give to them, please do. We'll do it. Thank you, buddy. Hey, hang in there, Hoyt. Appreciate you updating right, us, okay? You, yes, there he is, Hoyt Hutchinson, uh, the man who took down baby, the baby Trump balloon. And, uh, boy, this story just gets better at every turn. <laughs> we'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, this is Phil Robinson out of Doug Dynasty. You're listening to Rick and Bubba. Pay attention. Eight minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, we're back. Uh, and uh, LifeLock teaming up with the Rick and Bubba show. If you've been paying attention, a lot of people are talking about LifeLock and, and Norton Security and all the great things that go on uh, when you're under their protection because, boy, it, it, it's if you don't have LifeLock in Norton, you're stepping out in a, into a connected world that is just full of ravenous wolves ready to steal your identity, to uh, try to take over your wireless device. Uh, you, I mean, we got them now trying to get into these Alexis things and all that. Uh, but uh, with Norton and LifeLock uh, teaming up, they use proprietary te- proprietary technology to detect and alert you of a wide range of identity thefts. So you're not going to have that with anybody else. You're not going to be able to do it by just keep uh, checking on your credit or your credit card statements. I mean, you're just you, you know what you're saying. But they're laughing at that. The thieves are, are they're laughing. Uh, what you need is uh, to have Norton and LifeLock because they're going to see things you would not ever see on your own, like maybe your information for sale on the dreaded dark web. Uh, you know, people put, taking out payday loans in your name. These are the things they can really help you with. And, of course, cyber threats of every kind. Uh, now, Norton Security cannot prevent all cyber threats. Uh, a Norton LifeLock, um, you know, will see all transactions at all places at all times. However, on the market, there's no protection that is more comprehensive than with LifeLock and Norton. And right now, if you call 1-800-LIFELOCK, 
or you go to lifelock.com and use the promo code Bubba, you get 30% off. Uh, so use that right now. There's a link at rickandbubba.com under sponsors, too. If something does happen, uh, then you have a restoration specialist uh, that is assigned to you to help you work it out. So you have that as well. All right, so we, we just talked to Hoyt, and uh, that uh, that plot continues to thicken. Uh, so uh, uh, Bubba had it said it best in the break. Hoyt's probably one phone call from being part of a Twas a Night Before Christmas. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he might be. I, I mean, mean he's, he's real close. Good a, night. I mean, he's making his way to the big year <laughs> we, ender. We just got to find the right line for him. <laughs> so so, so what, he was, what he was saying. Maybe where he threw back the sash. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's something. Gracious. Yeah, or the slash in this case. That's yeah. Right. So um, he, he clarified today that that uh, GoFundMe is not denying him the money mm-hmm. that has been raised. He said that's fake news yep. to say otherwise. He alleges that possibly the mayor may, uh, may not be on his side, but the, we don't see any evidence of that. That may just be hearsay. Uh, and he said that he has talked to Tommy Tuberville, and he revealed that really he's an Auburn fan. Mm-hmm. He was just saw the opportunity because it was in his town. That, that's the Hoyt Hutchinson updates today. Mm. And I'm sure there will be more to come. <laughs> I want to check the uh, the uh, the giving pages and see where that's at on there. Yeah, so uh, look so, back at those stories. So we'll see. Also, another wacky world. How bizarre! Please, please look at the live hearing starting. Yeah, the, the live hearings on Trump's impeachment and the camera people are in the way of the main camera. Of, of course, yeah. of course they are. It's making look me crazy. Well, sadly, uh, it looks like that there will be a baby that will that will have quite the story. Mommy, tell me about when I was born. Uh, it started as a, a woman's night out on the town. Oh, boy. Uh, it ended in a life-changing event when she then gave birth on the dance floor. Uh, we had wow. uh, it I've is heard of dancing hard, but come on. <laughs> the time is right. <laughs> it's just yes, ladies, ladies night. night. Oh, what a birth. Oh, what a birth. <laughs> so um, it, it, this was is. DJ Bubba was there when that happened. <laughs> Bubba, she was visiting the old club. She is 19 years old. Sure. This is in France. Uh, she suddenly went into labor okay, boom, boom. Um, around, catch this number, around 5.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, that's near. I love this comment. This is near the club's closing time. Near five thirty. We're not there yet. Oh Good yeah, night. yeah. I go to seven. I mean, the sun's up. Come on. I thought uh, sun's up. Party's over. Right in yeah, the room. Yeah. They said sadly it was it was right in the middle of the electric slide, so people were slipping and falling everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but but it, but they uh, they said that uh, the bouncer uh, approached the club's manager when he noticed the woman went from dancing to lying on the floor. Y'all. Uh, he said there they were there were not many people left, uh, and he said so. Everybody came over to me. Uh, I found the manager, and I said uh, it's urgent. I got to tell you, I think she's giving birth on our dance floor. Um, <laughs> they did leave the lights on, you know, but well, so, that's sweet. Yeah, that's right. a buzzkill, right? Well, and yeah. So um, uh, they said that uh, <laughs> that they uh, they thought the strobe lights were not necessary, All right? Uh, All right. But it did add to the drama of the situation. Guys. Watch the smoke machine. They dial that back. Yeah, boy, they tell you, it is. Uh, Where'd you go? Uh, yeah. They, 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 uh, Help me. They said the DJ, of course, uh, being right on top of everything, immediately started dropping in. <laughs> <laughs> That's just my baby daddy. That's just my baby daddy. Who that is? You just had a baby say, hey. If you're giving birth, let me see you say, hey. Who that is? 
<laughs> so, um, yeah, that's uh, that's quite a story there. That's that's one right there. Do you think this bouncer says let's other other bouncers finish their story? Yeah, it's pretty good. Let me tell you what happened to me. Yeah. yeah. Over, think over the think about the other patrons, though, okay? They're in there, and you know they've been going at it hard, right? Mm-hmm. And then they have to try to focus in. Am I seeing what I'm, I think I'm seeing? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know? Because at first you think, Hi, yeah. at, at first you think mm-hmm. it's a new dance. Mm-hmm. You think, man, what yeah. is she doing? Look at her. Well, she's she's going to drop it. Well, she's <laughs> dropping it all the way down. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She, she's having she's a dropping it like it's new. Well, she's dropping a baby like it's hot. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Push so it real that, good. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of songs so playing there. Push yeah. it. Push it good. Push it. Push it. Push it real good. So anyway, the baby is okay. That lady's having a baby. The baby looks like it's in good health. And the reason why the mama's baby went to the club with a friend said, I needed a change of scenery. <laughs> well, that'll do it. That's also why people left the club when you start giving birth. They needed. A change Top of the hour. Uh, if you're leaving us, have a big day. You got more Rick and Bubba. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, yo, what's up? I'm Darius Rucker. You're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive, if that is possible. <laughs> it is six minutes past the hour. From the broadcast plaza and teleport, it is another Rick and Bubba deck. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here in the mix. And uh, we welcome you in to join Team Rick and Bubba this hour, and we'll chat with you at 866-WE-BE-BIG. No intern today. He's actually out sick, like uh, Bubba and I have been this week a little bit. But we're back. We're making it happen. We're, 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 we're moving forward. Well, welcome back for a brand new hour. There he is. The other half of the two sexiest fat men alive. The pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama. 12 on his jersey. Viking cap on his head. And number one in your hearts. <laughs> Bill Bubba Bussin. Rick, glad, honored, and privileged to be here. Thank all of you for doing the same. All right, a couple of things. That Hope we, you got a fire going. A couple of things we need to cover. Um I'm confused. I know that we are, have been uh, over the years called uh, food experts, uh, and and uh, and but I, I don't understand why. Maybe it's misnamed. Uh, Oreo is saying it's releasing cream-filled eggs. I bet that'll be good for Christmas. Why eggs? I'm not sure. Why eggs? Should, should is, we, is this a takeoff of the Cadbury? You would think that would be so. Easter. It is. Is that an Easter? I wouldn't they try to get out ahead of it. They put it on Easter. A Cadbury does their I'll eggs tell you for this, Easter. I will try. You one know why? Because there's something very well known called an Easter egg. Right. Right. And so, so Cadbury's Easter eggs, mm-hmm. people consume them. This is a Christmas egg. So now this is a mm. an egg looking shaped or it's the same thing. Listen, it's a chocolate egg and it has Oreo cream on the inside. Mm. And there's also speckles of crunchy chocolate cookie bits mm-hmm. in the well, cream. Try that. It's Daddy co- likes it's cookies uh, and cream inside a chocolate egg. It's I cookies. Know what and, I like. But why an egg? Yes, I don't know. It's, it's, it's got Christmas uh, decorations. How does an on? egg represent Christmas? Is, are these supposed to be Christmas ornaments, like a Christmas ball? Possibly. Mm. Uh, now nah, you may have something there, but they're not calling it that. Though. They're calling it eggs. I know. Tell you what else I like is the, the only around Christmas the Oreos with the white chocolate on them. Covering the whole Oreo. Oh, That's good. Okay. I'm out yeah. of the loop on that. Oh, you, never, oh. They come out around the holidays. I love them. They take an Oreo and dip it in white chocolate. Bottom yes, line. Yes, Mr. Buddy. Mm. Mm. Hey, bottom line, picture right. it encased 
and white chocolate. You know, this egg looks a little bit bigger than you think it would be, too, just in its, you know, how how round it is. Mm -hmm. I don't understand. It didn't look like a one-bite deal, you know? Yeah, you can get it at Walmart, Greg. Are they available now? Uh, It's going to be at Walmart stores and online for $3.48. There's them I like right there. Look at that right there. Mm-hmm. I got click here yesterday. Nice. Got me in trouble, but I'm doing it here. Here we go. Hey, can somebody help me with why we have a There's no such thing, no such thing as a Christmas egg. That's really bothering you, I've noticed. I'm and with I, you. I, I hate stuff it. like that. I get it. Can I, I tell just... you why? Because there's that marketing thing. You know, it's like somebody said the day when Bubba and I got our picture made with their wives, and everybody always comes in and starts, you know, raising yeah. on us. I don't know how y'all pulled yeah. that out. And you know what I said? I said, Bubba and I have never been given an award that was tied to our talent. Never, ever, and it won't ever happen. But we have been given a marketing award. And you need to remember that. We know how to market. <laughs> so when, when I look at this, I think it's a missed opportunity. I think what they should have done is marketed that these were like Christmas ornaments. Yeah, make an ornament. Yeah, call, call them Oreo, you know, ornament. Cadbury Christmas ornaments, chocolate Christmas ornaments. Yeah, egg and, doesn't work. Yeah, egg doesn't work because that's Easter. That takes us over to Easter. I, I, don't, I don't like it being called an egg. It just the marketing inside of me doesn't like it. Now, I'm sure that if one lands somewhere near me, I'll still – Take a bite yeah, of it. Yeah, you'll probably work your way over it. I put a few snowflakes I just think it's a missed opportunity. You, know, it, you had your cool little product here, and now you confuse us on why you're calling it a holiday egg. No. Oh, man, I'm online looking at this thing. Man, I want to eat and, and how about what one of the related links? Did y'all know they got, like, Hershey's okay. syrup? It looks like a ga- you can get it, like, in a gas can. What? Hershey's special dark syrup. <laughs> in a gas can. It looks like a gas can. <laughs> <laughs> is, it a, is it an oil can or something? <laughs> or a gas can? An oil. It looks like an oil can, yeah. not a gas can. <laughs> it does. It looks, like a little bit, it looks like a little gas can. So you like a little Sweetie, can? I think that's an oil, bucket. That's an oil. <laughs> that's an oil, thing, not a gas. That's a lot of syrup. Buddy, look right behind you on TV. <laughs> Hey, that's a lot of that's a lot of syrup. But that, that looks like what oil comes in, not gas. It does. Wow, yeah. it could take like into account detergent. Can, yeah, yeah, you can put huh? anyone in it. Yeah. Detergent. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I, I like know why. How about that's big? If you, if you get diesel oil, that's exactly what it comes oh, in. Oh, you like gas, baby? Huh? Speedy, what about? I mean, Bubba, what about when you hear a diesel engine? You know, I, somebody means business. Oh, I use that again. Ain't playing around. Buddy. I use that again Monday when I was. Oh. I mean, he's got that smell. You think somebody's gonna get something done today? Bubba, how, we're how gonna lose you, some dirt. Move how quick would you eat that right there, Bubba? Oh, pretty quick. Mm. <laughs> Just a spoonful of Hershey's chocolate. Um, all right, yeah. so we we have that one. Um, um, the, the, I'm trying to find out when the, the Cadbury egg comes out here. Well, it's not. It's you mean uh, around Easter. He's around Easter. Yeah. yeah, we're talking about the Oreo egg, the Christmas egg. I know, but I'm just trying. There's to, no such thing as a Christmas egg. I'm just wanting to it's verify available. that. I, mean, I think it said uh, in the story, and I just checked online. It's available uh, online, and you can buy it in stores, uh, Walmart stores, right now. Somebody we, bring some by. Are we talking I about? Still want to get an Oreo egg, egg? Are we talking about the original Cadbury egg? No, I the, Oreo, about the Oreo, Oreo egg. egg which okay. was, yeah. Oh, well, they're, they're Christmas ready. egg. They're ready to go. <laughs> there's no such thing as a Christmas egg. Well, That's really bothering. There's, it's there, starting to bother me. There's Christmas ornaments. That, that are shaped round. These and, are eggs. Even says eggs on the pack. They'd and they have be- snowflakes on the. They'd on have the been better off packs. to call them Oreo pine cones. I can live with that. <laughs> Oreo balls. They could have called them Oreo <laughs> balls because we have not we have balls on Christmas trees. <laughs> no, I, I realized the chance I took by throwing that out you there, can, but it makes sense. Not here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you couldn't hear. No, I mean no. that's sad, but you could. Yeah, no, there's there's but, like but, ten. But we are to be able to say because they are on trees. To your point, Helmsy, look, it looks like a Christmas ball. Yeah, but and, and there ain't no balls like Oreo balls. That'd yeah. been perfect. That it would. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know the new Rick and Bubba Christmas ornament, the twenty fifth year, is a Christmas ball. Thank you. And so that's wh- my whole point. Why not? Why couldn't they have gone that way with this? Why did they call it an egg? I don't know. I don't. I, I want to get to the bottom. It, of it. I don't like it. I'm not gonna eat one. You you out? I'm out. 
I will not eat a Christmas egg. Boycott. <laughs> All right. Here it goes. I'm trying. Christmas. Be honest, can I might want to just try one. Here I go. Eggs. Here I go. Here I go. I'm going to say something you're going to believe. Mm-hmm. Not a big fan of that. Big, I like I like to take oh, I don't like the cabbage. I like to take a piece of chocolate. Love chocolate. And I like to just have a not hollow, thick piece of chocolate, either milk chocolate or dark the old, chocolate. The old legs used to I don't be. like anything beyond that. You've, you've I, opened I, I, up to dark chocolate. You used to hate dark chocolate. Yeah, I've, I've opened up. Yeah, in a while. I like dark chocolate. Because I went through a period of time where that's yeah. the only chocolate that I really needed to have. You know, because it's somewhat healthy. Yeah, so it just became, <laughs> I hate to say it, I acquired a taste for dark chocolate. <laughs> but, but which you know, I've often made fun of that. Why do I want something i got to acquire a taste for? <laughs> right, yeah. right. But, but anyway, it goes back to this is – I don't like when people get weird with it. To me, the Cadbury egg, I'm not talking about the Cadbury just solid, I know delicious milk chocolate. That, that one's got that, the that egg in. everybody gets, it's got kind of the fake yolk in it. I, I think like that's too much. Makes I, my head tickle. The best Cadbury are the small ones that are solid chocolate Bingo. with the candy, candy Bingo. shell. Bingo. Now, I'll eat a ton of that. Oh, so right. it's like a powdery. M&M. Oh, but it's got a powdery uh, yeah. Ch- yeah, candy on that. Yeah. I, I got to tell you this. But the Cadbury egg, I don't like it. Oh, I don't either. Y'all eat it. And I won't like this. Y'all I don't get, want anything to do with it. Y'all gonna get the mad at me? Version. You saying, yeah. Nope, don't want it. <laughs> y'all gonna get mad at me because I, I did a quick search on like Christmas eggs or what? It's a thing. There's no such thing as Christmas eggs. Well, it's a thing. I, well, they're not. Yeah, I mean, I've never there's a lot of candy what, out there. In some foreign country. I needed that. I needed that. What, yeah. Some other foreign country. Not in America. Huh? I mean, there's different. You're saying that other people have done their version yeah. of this and you, called you them th- eggs. You, you think Hoyt Hutchinson gonna eat a Christmas egg? I give you that. <laughs> now, there's Easter eggs, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to eat a Christmas egg. I fixed our website to say Christmas ball. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. It's what it is. Is that not a decorative Christmas it ball? It sure is. With, so, a, big, with a big old 25 Rick and Bubba logo on it. Like eggnog. It. Available now for a limited time. Maybe it's because of eggnog. There you go, Greg. I like your thinking. All right, now you're coming you're around. Bring, you're bringing it in. You're coming eggnog. around. Eggnog. There you guys. go. Okay, you guys, uh-huh. I'm looking here. Eggnog. Never in my life have I heard the term Cadbury Christmas egg. I haven't either. No. Uh-uh. No, that's a stretch. They even have the little rabbit and chicken out there and all that. Ooh. Family so. Cadbury comes out January 1st through Easter. Is there a selling schedule? I, I, I don't know, I guess. Now, there is a Russian Imperial red egg ornament. Okay. So we want to be like Russians, I guess. <laughs> I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. It's called the Red Egg. egg. What, what's next, Greg? Hillary blamed all this on those. 30 bucks. Greg, what's next? Collusion? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it. I mean, it's a... Uh, that sharp guy right there. <laughs> to, to me, guys, I hate, to, I hate to be the one that rains on this, this, this story today. It's just cookies and cream. It's been right, around. Rick, I want to try it. Yeah, I'd like to test it. Bring it on. 15 minutes past. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It's 20 minutes past the hour. More Rick and Bubba. Thank you for being with us. Mama never understood what it's like to lose a man. All right, so a couple other stories, and then we'll get to your phone calls here at the bottom of the hour. Uh, a Louisiana Supreme Court says they will not, Bubba, revive the New Orleans no-call suit. If you remember, we, we had um, you know uh, Saints fans uh, and Antonio Lamont filed the lawsuit Idiot. because the officials failed to flag the Rams for obvious pass interference and an illegal helmet-to-helmet hit. Oh, Th- thus, they believe taking the Saints out of the trip to the Super Bowl uh, and there's been a lawsuit, but a Supreme Court has refused to revive the case and they want it to just go away 
And, of course, the guys in the kickoff hour uh, said the the Good Time Gang, there's a weird paragraph here yeah, at the I end. I don't even know what that But is. I think I understand what it is. I mean, I'm not saying it, it's, it's necessary, but right. I, I understand what it's saying. He's, so the Supreme Court has ruled against the, um, uh, the lawyer back in September, and he said at first he wasn't going to appeal it, but then he changed his mind. And this gets really interesting that somehow a no call has been tied to a case against the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. He says after the Catholic Church cited elements of the NFL decision in a request to dismiss ongoing litigation against church officials over alleged sexual abuse. So it sounds like to me, he says, I'm trying to keep it alive now, not because I think I'm going to win this case because he's not, that now the Catholic Church is, is trying to say since my case has not been revived, they're taking elements of why it's not being revived and they're saying that some of their sexual allegation cases should not be revived based on this precedent. So he's trying to keep it alive because he thinks it may affect those cases. Now, I'm not saying that's the case. I think that is I what he's saying. How, yeah, but I, we were wondering it, an example can, of how that's. Yeah, can, I can I go back here? Who who are they suing, and what are they asking? Yeah, what were they what remedy are they asking for at this point? Well, how to, do you fix that? They said they were they wanted to have the Saints awarded Super Bowl champions. But now that the is that what guys, I don't know if they realize this wasn't the Super Bowl. But they're saying no. now that LSU's doing so good, they're fine. That may have so more to do with it, it than you think. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to tell you this. I'm so tired of hearing about it. I've changed my mind, and now I say it was a good call. Okay, you've gone the other way. I Until am, you I see the great, replay. Great Rick, who, who were they suing? What were they asking in for? In fact, I, it was I almost offensive interference. I understand it was probably the worst call in modern NFL history. I got that. It's a dandy. And you wonder with replay how in the world that was allowed to stand. But who are you suing? And what are you wanting? It doesn't say here in the story because yeah, this is just an. It update. was against the NFL. Yeah. Is, is who they were suing. But I don't know. Suing the NFL over the officials and they want the NFL uh, failure to, do to call. But they want the NFL to do what? I, I make it right. It's almost like the the and last time we, we did the right? story. I think it was either, well, it was either do it over from there or start it from there or something like that. Make the call. Make them. Make them, you know, make the call and do what's right, and then let us finish from there. But what, well, we, what you, we can't, can't do, now. do that. There's no, Which we can't do. There's now. no precedent for and then, that being. And done. then also there was, I think, um, and, and I'll have to go back and actually look at the complaint and the lawsuit. But there was also a lot of, hey, you've created a lot of anguish, and and you know, I'm all suing you stu- from, for yeah, her feelings and all, all that. that. There's a ton of that. So uh, anyway, but now he but claims see, you don't you don't have to be a fan of the New Orleans Saints. You do that willingly. And you know that football is called by referees, and you, you know, voluntarily agree to go by their rulings. You've entered into an agreement yeah. that you that uh-huh. you you realize that frustration can be part of this experience. Yeah, I mean, and but, the referees are going to blow calls. Granted, that was probably the the worst no call. It, it was because still, everybody who saw it thought, "Well, there's the flag." We're going, and then you couldn't believe it. To this day, I no one, and I don't know what the big deal is, especially since there's nothing that can be done about it now. And I may I know this person maybe wants to go live their life in peace. I'm sure that's it. I just need the guy to sit down that was standing there and say, "Here's why I didn't call anything." I just like to hear it. All right. I mean, as we said, some of the things we brought up. Did you get a text from your wife and look down? You know, and all of a sudden you look up, and the play's over. Uh, were you not paying attention? Did you did you get in a funk? Did you did you ponder? To hey, I wonder what we're going to eat after the game tonight. Yeah. Did your hat fall right. over your face? <clears throat> yeah. Did, 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 did you really honestly think it wasn't a penalty? Now, now that one. Yeah, I would never have seen that. All right, all right, going back, here's what Lamont sued for. He alleged fraud and seek damages over game officials' failure to flag 
the penalty. Uh, the Rams player helmet to helmet hit too was part of it. The lack of penalty uh, call for pass interference and roughness uh, that that of course started all this. He said that it had um, he uh, he had it provoked damages, uh, penalty, uh, loss of sleep, um, just anguish. Kind of, kind of on the lines of what we just said. That was the the crux of his lawsuit. But now he says he he he's ready to go away. But now he doesn't want to because his case is being used as a platform to allow the Catholic Church to get their cases, charges against them dismissed, so he's staying in there. Mm-hmm. Well, see, Rick, I don't understand. I know courts I do know. He use alleged precedent. fraud in this, too. There was fraud they, thrown they, in there. They do use precedent in court rulings, not in cases filed. I don't know. Well, I mean, if they, if they haven't been, uh, you know, if they've not won the case, how right. do they – that? To me, look, my my law expertise is like a minus three. Okay, well, but, you don't say that with that hat on. But uh, <laughs> yeah, especially with this hat, right? Uh, but I don't see how in the world that I, that doesn't make any sense at all to me. What no, you it just doesn't. read. No, it doesn't. That's why they were trying to unpack it earlier. And that's I the, think really that's the, the best I can do with it. The yeah, truth may right. be what you said jokingly earlier. They have lost interest in this because they got a, they got LSU doing good. I think you're right, and I think they've moved on to that and making uh, you know reservations in Atlanta and for some playoff appearances. Um, I don't understand uh, why Joe uh, Tessitore is in trouble as well. This seems oh, this could only happen in modern time. Uh, they're saying that now he is getting um, blowback because on Monday Night Football, and they're using the word baffled, baffled some viewers when he said that the moment was too big for the kicker because the kicker uh, had a hit a field goal from 47 yards to send the game into overtime, but they ended up losing. And But when he tried the overtime kick, it was nowhere close. I mean, it was like, where the ball actually ended up was bizarre. It was in the It's almost like he shanked it. Yeah. yeah. And so what's wrong with him saying this moment was too big for him because he shanked it? What's well, wrong it with evidently that? was too big well, for that, him. What's wrong a, with that? That's a fair comment from a commentator. It may not be totally true. We don't know about the snap, don't know about the holder. But the kicker is always the one that either made the kick or missed the kick. They never talk about the holder and the snapper, which has a huge part in this. Not, not only them, but the line blocking, as we've talked about before. I, that's a fair. That's a fair statement how, from someone how, commentating this. on How's the this game. A story? I'm trying to figure this out. How's so, this a story? Let me ask you this: Is it because Tessator said it and not Booger McFarland, who's supposed to be the analyst analyzing what's going on? Should Joe not have said that? I'm trying to figure it out. I think either way, it's fine. But I think that may be what they're saying: is Hey, look, Joe's not supposed to make that comment. He's supposed to kind of be the guy that sets the scene, tells you what happened, and then Booger says. That, that kind of comment. But is it a news story? No, absolutely not. I think it's ridiculous, but I'm yeah, trying right, to make yeah. sense of it yeah. like we were yeah, the Oreo egg. It I, may not be a fair statement, but it's it's certainly within the bounds of what a commentator could say. Hey, if yeah. you don't want a commentator to say that the moment was too big for you, make yeah. a kick. Yeah. 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 Put By her the down way. the middle. Here's if, the you shank, if you shank it into the tunnel. The video that, that, from the tunnel is hilarious. Yeah, it's it a shankosaurus. Yeah. I mean, I mean you're in the tunnel, also, and the ball comes flying in there. <laughs> but tell me we're not to the point where we're, we're afraid because somebody said yeah, something mean, mean about an NFL player. Well, who it did is make San Francisco. Well, I mean, well, and today. So, Rick, and, and understand we're also overusing that term now. We're using it when we say that the moment wasn't too big for we. That's our latest term. Oh, hey, sure. no moment's too big for him. Right. And then now, it's just our term we use this oh, well, year. We, I've we, noticed we use it a lot. Oh, well, look, we'll lock in a term in a second.
When we come back, we go phone trolling. You're running the show now. And we got some Hillary news, Rick. I don't oh, know if you've seen Well, that. another prophet star is going right on top of that Vikings app. I'll give you her quotes today. Your phone calls are coming at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Most lines are available. You can get in. We'll chat with you next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. There's the phone troll music. So uh, you got time to get in. Lines are available. Calvin Speedy Wilburn, uh, the uh, Rick and Bubba veteran, taking phone calls right now. Uh, so come on in at 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll get you lined up and ready to go. LinkedIn.com slash Bubba. Hiring the right person takes time, time you often do not have. Uh, urgency can be an enemy when it comes to finding candidates that are truly meant for your business. You know, you're like, ah, let me just get this done. Don't do that. Uh, use LinkedIn.com slash Bubba. It's the best place to post your job. They screen candidates with hard and soft skills that you're looking for. Things like collaboration, creativity, adaptability, and they'll help you look beyond the work skills and put your job post in front of a qualified candidate that matches your business's requirements perfectly. Uh, there's a there's a new hire every eight seconds at LinkedIn.com. So go to LinkedIn.com slash Bubba. You can pay what you want and get the first $50 off if you use that URL, LinkedIn Bubba. I mean, LinkedIn.com slash Bubba. Also, RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. Before we go to the phones, Bubba, you have an update. You know, this has been uh, – there's a profit star in play. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bubba thinks – I knew this. Bubba thinks that Hillary Clinton will try to run for president again. Before we get to your phone calls and lines are available, a couple of comments. Well, Rick, uh, you know, Hillary is on her I'm Not Running for President book tour right now. Yes. Uh, She told Emma Barrett on BBC Radio 5 Live, when asked about running for president, she said, as I say, never, never, never say never. That is a direct quote. Then she went on to say, uh, she said, I will tell you, I'm under enormous pressure from many, many, many people to run. Yes, we will. You can't hide. You're lying. You're People just wanted to do it, Bubba. It's almost word for word what was predicted. Look, I don't want to do it, but everybody wants me to. Get her alive. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There she is. Back up, you creep. All right. So there we go. <laughs> Listen, if there is an election within a galaxy away, a Clinton's going to be in it. Now, don't kid yourself. They're going to sit one out. How dare you? I know. So, uh, <laughs> so here we go. Uh, lines are available. You can get in now. Speedy's waiting. Billy! <clears throat> Billy! Out of Wilsonville, Alabama. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Hey! Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling. Phone, phone troll. Come on, Billy. What's up, buddy? Not a whole lot. I just want to tell Hoy that he's my man. Are you, uh... Because, uh... I love the fact I just found out this morning he was an Auburn fan. Yep. I got a newfound respect to you fellas. Are you a Bama that fan? Was brilliant. Oh, absolutely. But you, I don't bruise. I don't bruise black and blue. I bruise crimson and white. But, but I'm gonna tell you, he was <laughs> a genius. Okay. So, he was a genius. Oh wow. So we have a Bama fan supporting an Auburn fan who took out 
the baby Trump balloon. He's saying that in this particular situation, I am his fan. He's a genius, he said. Well, you know, there's been times that we thought there's no way in our state that Alabama and Auburn fans could ever move closer together. And here we are talking about the topic today. Bubba, it is a Christmas miracle. <laughs> United with Trump. <laughs> United at Trump. That, meet me at the Trump. UWT. Meet me, me United with Trump. UWT. We start with Matt out of Birmingham. We continue with Matt out of Birmingham. Listen to us on CZK. <laughs> Matt, go ahead, 30 seconds. Good morning, fellas. Hey, hey. buddy. Uh, this, the Hill debate, she's going to run. Do you think she makes the pass base. the primary? Uh, let the primary go and just come in. Can she come in? And that they, and how, how, well, long, look, how long she, can she she's wait been to running, She's been running a parallel campaign, calling it a book tour, staying out of the all the mudslinging and all that, letting the dust settle. Now, she'll have to have delegates to go in. Mm. So she's either planning on joining late, like Michael Bloomberg, who has not said he's in the race yet, but he, he's joined several of the Super Tuesday primaries just in case, or she thinks that there will not be enough delegates to pick a winner, and then she will offer herself up from the floor as a possible nominee. Uh-huh. It's a little more risky. Don't it, Look what you've done. So... Uh, Look, the Clintons always got a plan, guys. Do. Don't don't think they're flat footed on well, this. Look, let me tell you something. Huh? She she felt like this. Zagreck, huh? She <laughs> hey, she, <laughs> <laughs> she felt like she was put, I, put here on this earth to be our first female president. Yeah, yes, to serve sir. us all. Yep. We continue. John out of Birmingham. Listen to CCK. Yeah. Johnny, go ahead. Hey man, uh just want to let you know, uh this year, uh, this is the first time I've ever seen, but the uh, Cadbury eggs have come out with a little round like Christmas ornament and those like the robin eggs that they have in the bags. Ooh, uh, love those. Oh yeah, and hey, uh, Walgreens sold them, and uh, that's the only place I found them. But they, hey, they they delicious. Those want to let you know. Oh. Let you know. I don't like the big old Cadbury egg, but those little robin eggs Ooh. with those little toes. Oh yeah. Oh I yeah. Man. I like the ones that have that malt in it, the little, you know, dry stuff. Yeah. Do, you, do you like the ones that I'm are made of Whopper guy? I do. The little Robin eggs. Yeah. Do you like, like the that. Whoppers? Yeah. Uh, well, I love Whoppers. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I can eat Whoppers. Look at me. You know I love Whoppers. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. That's one of your I scream milk milk Whoppers. I got a weird relationship with. <clears throat> Let's uh, we continue. Uh, Chris, Muscle Shows, Alabama, W-L-A-Y. Chris, go ahead. Hey, how y'all doing? Good. Great, uh, good. I was just going to say that I think if Clinton runs for president again, that's just going to be hilarious. I mean, <laughs> Trump's going to go out in the second round. I just can't wait to see what he comes up with this time for her. Yeah, we, uh, yeah she's, what, what was his nickname before this time? <laughs> Probably the same one, Crooked Hillary. Yeah, Crooked Hillary. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> Zombie Hillary, she won't, she won't die. She won't go away. Uh, what, I told you I said on there, though, that was such a good cartoon back at Halloween. The, the the guy looks over and says, hey, the little girl dressed as Hillary won't leave our front porch. And the guy looks at him and goes, nice touch. Uh-huh. Uh, let's go to Lee in Birmingham. Lee, go ahead, 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys, I uh, saw a video this morning uh, surfaced on Facebook of a uh, bus driver that mm-hmm. is shown throwing a uh, what seems to be a child off of a school bus. Oh, and it kind of irates, yeah, the crowd, but ends up being a midget. I know yeah. it's got a lot of vulgar language in it, but – it's uh, pretty funny. It looks like he's throwing a check. I got the same little kid jacket on and everything. Obviously, I said it, but he slings, first he slings some toys out, and then like the 
and then slings it. It looks just like a kid, and everybody's going nuts, and you're looking at some, it's a midget acting like a kid. So the midget was in on it, too? I, I think so. here? Yeah, I think to me he has to be because he's dressed like a kid and he threw toys out. I think it was all set up. Look, look and everybody. I mean, I think these people are, are you know, tricked. <laughs> See, there comes a toy. Oh, so so everybody's just hard, they're just right, horrified. Watch, watch him here. Here he comes. Look, right, he'll right. bring him. Right. So here, why here, was here. he on there? What was the deal? And look. It, he oh, slings it. Up, look, see, saying, and it looks funny. just like a kid. Look at everybody getting mad. Look at everybody's it. getting mad about it. Everybody's losing their mind, and uh, and and so it is. Is it is it a setup? Like at a lunchbox? Yeah, I mean, it'll show him. Yeah, yeah. Well, what what was the box. purpose of it all? Just to create I, a I handle for everybody? I don't know. I don't know the backstory on it. But when oh, they yeah, bundled up, up to the point you can't tell. See, so now you can. Yeah. 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 Do you think they're doing this just to get this reaction? I yeah, so. is this going to be on some show? Yeah, it's a comedy bit. Yeah, okay. the crowd. It, it, pretty funny. Food the crowd though. Pretty, people. Pretty, pretty funny. Yeah, it's on Facebook. People are believing it. We, of course they are. You hey, talking about the sheeple? Mm-hmm. We'll hear. Hey, did you hear about that guy throwing that kid off that bus? Well, somebody said that they took the kid home and uh, and 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 then one of the people there that lives there actually put it in a closet because they thought it was a, a gnome from from a garden. Yeah. <laughs> We continue. Uh, let's go that to in Pelham. Let's go to Philadelphia, Mississippi. Stacy, standing by. Stacy, thirty seconds. Go ahead. Monkey grass and green acres. Thank hey, you, buddy. Hey. Uh-uh. Go ahead. Hey, I was just wondering. Uh, I know it's y'all's twenty fifth anniversary. Y'all consider taking a trip back to L.A. with Willie and Wanda? Negative. That that is that we're supposed to be celebrating. I think you not reliving that. trauma. Yeah, I mean because that was that, you know. You I wish y'all it. quit bringing that up. Yeah, you know that yeah. would be trying to get a redo. No, take them back. No, no, no. That's like telling somebody whose house was destroyed and they barely lived to go see the yeah. movie Tornado uh, yeah. after a tornado came through their house. Yeah, no, uh, there's no, there's no win there, friend. Let's go to Matt and Moody. Matt, thirty seconds. Go ahead. What's happening, fellas? Hey. You, Hey, man, listen, I can't believe Greg hadn't called this one out yet, but what if this whole time Hillary is setting up the Democratic Party because they, she knows what ridiculous candidates they are, and if she's going to pop in at the last minute, she's setting herself up. You know what I mean? Like, she's using all these people that are just absolutely, I mean, they're, they're, it's crazy. Who's going to vote for them? And then she's, she's setting herself up. Yeah, well, Bubba yeah. says she's coming in. Now, I don't know about going as far as she's she's picked these bad candidates to go out there so yeah. she can come in. They're, they're yeah, so I mean, awful. Then she goes, okay, I'll do it, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of people are begging her to run. Oh, right? of course. Thousands. thousands, thousands just many, so many, many people are so begging much, her to run. So much pressure. I, know, uh, I don't know how she stands it. Brian in Alabama. Brian, go ahead. Hey, I was just going to ask Greg, uh, what was that speedy got so excited about yesterday with the, that was on that delivery truck? Uh, I don't remember. Uh, the, the speedy got What was it? You don't remember when Speedy got buried alive and then he was happy with it. Oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Brian, don't do that. <laughs> Brian. Hey, what was it? He got so excited about Greg. Brian. I know what you're going for. Brian, you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> Brian. Greg. Come on, Brian. Brian, Greg. Our memory is so bad. I couldn't even remember we talked about that yet. No, I didn't. Sherry, I kid you not, last night my wife, we're having dinner. She goes, well, so tell me what y'all did on the show today. And I said, I got no idea. I'll say, oh, I went pretty well, I guess. I had to literally sit there and start going, okay, I got to go back to it, see if I can remember. I said, hey, that was so that was so long ago. We'll be back. Any final phone calls or stories we may have missed next? Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba show wrapping up an hour. 866-WE-BE-BIG if you want to join us. 
stories we still haven't hit on, but we got to say hello to our guest here today, VIP Privileges. There they are in the golden ticket seats. Happy birthday to Easton Millwood. Easton, happy birthday, baby. Got it just like you like it right there. Uh, Trisha Millwood and Matthew Millwood here as well. Uh, We have Trip Harris. Trip, what's going on, buddy? Uh, Jay Edward here today. Darren Gilbreth also having a birthday with us today. Megan Ford is here. Uh, Happy birthday to Matt Ford. Uh, William Dutton is here. Hillary McKinney, Kenneth Keaton, and Matt Isbell all here in the golden ticket seats today. Our guests, they get a Rick and Bubba double CD. Uh, Also, they pick up a pound of BuzzBox coffee. Look for a holiday midnight dark roast we're featuring right now and coming soon. And you can go look right now for gift ideas. Don't forget BuzzBox coffee gift baskets. 10% 10% of those sales also go to the Bronner Burgess Memorial Fund. So uh, it's that time of year to start looking for those as well. You want to join us, you can. Uh, just go to rickandbubba.com, click on Contact. Ticket Biscuit will get you here. Tickets are free, but they do need to be reserved. If you don't reserve one but you're in town, uh, you want to come by, see Big Boy outside, look through the big window. If there's seats available, we'll try to work you in ad hoc as well. Uh, all right, so some, some other things uh, to discuss. You know, I heard someone say the other day, I was talking about, and we all should do this, where we need to be careful about, you know, our information, and you try to do this, and you try to do, well, I don't know about that, you know, get enough about information. <laughs> and the statement was made, hey, Rick, appreciate you, understand your concerns, but Google has more information on you than any of these things you could possibly ever oh, think of. You're all worried about everything, but Google's got everything they need on you. Yeah. They've got it all, and Google has had to defend themselves again because they have been amassing health data on millions of people. Yeah, I, I thought we had laws against that. I didn't mm-hmm. think you could do all that. Wasn't the HIPAA laws mm-hmm. and all that big deal on that? And they apparently they were trying to put together a project to show, I think, the medical community how they mm-hmm. could revolutionize the records mm-hmm. of a lot of people mm-hmm. and make it more available. But uh, I think doing that, was I, I thought, would be a violation of the law, Rick. I don't know. Does it bother you a little bit, too, that it's called Project Nightingale? Something about that is kind of creepy. Well, it's based, I on guess, the, on, on the nurse. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I know, but isn't that creepy? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it's, you know, it's they could have been worse names, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's creepy that they're doing it. I'll give you that. Well, they're going to have detailed personal health information on millions of people across 21 states. Yeah, that's and, good. That's and they're good. just saying what you said. Look, there's nothing to be concerned about here. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, nothing to a, say here. Nothing yeah, to say we, here. We, look, we, we got a little something going on here. We're just trying to do better, trying to show these health care providers that what all we can do for them. But uh, they've got your information. Google, that's a, that's a – I mean, if I made a movie about something like this, I mean, it really – I'd have to work hard to find a storyline that's not actually happening. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I know. It, Can it, I tell you something that's bothered me is the name plates on this, uh, on this I impeachment know. I, you, hearing. You've been bothered by that. Uh, you know, we have, we have the Capitol building. We have all these people here, everybody's in suits. We have some of the nicest chairs you've ever seen, mm-hmm. great microphones lighting uh to beat the band and we put up a piece of paper with everybody's name on it looks like it come off a dot matrix printer from 1980 yeah well i mean can we not do better than that, that it looks like ridiculous. it looks like you're walking by and some of our senior citizen sunday school class they handed you one of their name tags as you were going by yeah i mean rick this is this is embarrassing look at that i know 
That's I mean, all, that's all we with, can do. With all the stuff they have at the Capitol and all the money that they blow on stuff, can't they get one of those engravers in there to do a little plate or something? Would it kill us? I mean, really? Or at least print that in a little better font with a background. I mean, sure. give me a some kind of colorful background. I know. It's, it's, it's horrible. Huh? With some lines in it, something? It looks like, like somebody said, well, I, we did, hey, just you know what it looks like? Serious business. I'm in there. Everybody, we're all meeting, said, all right, we're ready for the hearing today. Somebody said, what about name? Do we get nameplates? Yeah. And somebody said, no. Somebody print something out. Huh. Rick, the first grade class would want something better than that mm-hmm. on opening day oh, for yeah. everybody to have on the shirt. You know what? I mean, good. No, that's embarrassing. All right. Tim and Jasper, I, I don't know where we're headed here, but the title of his phone call is intriguing me. And it may be one of those kind of things that turns your tickle box over a little oh, bit. No. Oh, no. I, I know it's not wind humor, but still. <laughs> uh, Tim, go ahead. Hey, guys. I uh, hope you're having a great day. It's a little cold out here working. Sure it is. Uh, last, last week you guys were talking about howling. I was on pieces. I was on excavator listening, and I couldn't call in. <laughs> a few years ago, I was invited to uh, be a pallbearer at a old godly man's funeral. And mm. we had this funeral, and then we went out to the graveside. And while we're standing at the graveside, the, all the pallbearers are standing behind the casket, and the pastor's doing his thing. And then this guy gets up to sing, and he seems... Uh, Acapella, and I hate to say he really wasn't too good. Oh, I've been well, there. I've been there. Behind the grieving family, and on that old house is a porch. Yeah. And on that porch is an old dog, and he just leaps and bounds, and all of a sudden this guy goes to sing it. Oh, no. And this dog stretches out real big, and he goes to howling, <laughs> and mean- I go to. I, that's all I can do is keep him laughing. Oh, so now I'm seeing this dog howling. He's singing with this guy the whole time. Just, just right. going. And the pastor's wife looks at me, oh, and she's she's crying, but she ain't crying because she's sad because she can't hardly keep from laughing. Oh no! Yeah, uh, it, it was it was absolutely amazing. It seemed so, uh, like amazing, great. <laughs> when things like that happen, they're funny on their own. But when they happen in situations that are socially awkward. It, it, it's even there's, better. There's something funny about a dog howling anyway. Well, when you're struggling through somebody singing, yeah. and then all of a sudden the dog starts howling with them. No, uh, picture this. I, I'll have I, to I, leave. I, yeah. I wish there was oh, a video of that. I do too. You're standing there. I and, wish we had a, I wish we had a video. But it was, you know, and I'm, I know the man and those family, and, you know, I sad for them, but it's all I do to keep from laughing. I'm <laughs> biting, biting my tongue, and I'm trying to look away, and oh, all of, he quit singing, the dog just laid back down, and golly. in the then the funeral's over. They got to be careful about being invited to be a pallbearer in south. Here I am, suit and tie, 110 degrees out in the middle of nowhere, and they hand me a sinking shovel. A shovel. I'm like, what am I going to do this? Uh-uh. Well, pallbearers got to fill the grave in. Oh, yeah. and I'm thinking, that's old school. And there's wow. a back hole right over I've there. I've been to those. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll buy it. I'll pay you. I'll pay. Oh, here. You get that. I looked around and three of them guys done split. They knew exactly what was going on. Oh, they knew on. what to do. Yeah, that was the. Uh, yeah, that that boy. I tell you, the guy gets up there to start singing. That's funny. and you think, all right, he's not good enough to sing a cappella at graveside. Yeah, so you already hard, it's hard enough to get through. So that. you're already in trouble. And about the time you think it can get any worse, <laughs> you, you start hearing that dog something about old dog join in up on the hill. Funny. Oh my! Especially because. <laughs> Greg, I, I mean, and of course, I would have stone cold looked at you and went, Oh, I'd have, I'd have I'd had you down. I'd have, I'd have ran in church. I had everybody down. Oh, that's good. Hey, thanks for being with us. If you're leaving us this hour, have a great day. Uh, and thank you for being with us. You can always get all the Rick and Bubba content you can stand on our YouTube channel or podcast channel. 
Don't forget our streaming app uh, so you can get Rick and Bubba on your time. Uh, if you got more Rick and Bubba scheduled today, we'll do a top of the hour break. We'll be back. If not, have a great day. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.